What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Totally Geek Dot Podcast. We have our news bulletins, our week in anime reviews, and we go over Infinity War. Coming right up. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This is Totally Geeked Out Podcast Episode 4. What's up, D? Everything's good, man. How is it? Yeah, man. Definitely. So, uh, we did take a break uh, last week. Uh, yeah, we didn't we did not do anything. But uh, we're back. Yeah. You know how we kick it off uh, with the news. Not a lot in the way of news this week. Um, just some... Stuff that went on like a man con that happened out in Texas, which was pretty dope. Uh, that was pretty good. Wish I could have went, but uh, you know, who has money to spend on uh, flying to Texas when we got yeah. so much stuff that's like right around here that we can do that's coming up. So uh, yeah, but on that that read some of that stuff on Twitter. Uh, it looked pretty dope. So that 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 looked pretty good. Um, besides that, what I did do was a uh, free comic book day on Saturday, which was the fifth. That was pretty dope. Um. Yeah, like my comic shop uh, around the corner, they uh, they have some really good sales too. Like they had like all the they had like some fifty cent back issues. I think. Um, I think the other normal back issues were like sixty five percent off. They had like a twenty five percent off the pops, and uh, they had something that's like yeah, it's I know. Like, yeah, they were like they ended up um they ended up being like seven bucks. I think seven. Seven and change something in that area, which isn't bad because they have theirs priced at ten ninety nine, which I see kind of across the board. They're all kind of priced that that amount. Every, everyone I, I went to uh I went to another comic shop on uh Friday and theirs were priced at ten ninety nine too. So kind of thinking that's kind of like the median price when you yeah. go to a store. Come out for the comics or for pops? For pops. Yeah, spot. I'm gonna have my cheap. Like Walmart have my eight bucks, and Target have them for eight ninety nine. But other than that, about ten bucks gonna be the standard. Okay, yeah. So, so yes, I I ended up. Uh, I actually was my first pop was the uh, Stranger Things uh, Lucas. I think that's uh, four twenty five, number four twenty five. So that's my first one. Yeah, it's so, a good yeah. way to get things started, bro. Yeah, exactly, man. Like I I see myself sinking a lot of money into that. Hopefully not that much. I probably should try and set myself on like a two pop a month budget. Yeah. If possible, yeah. But, uh, don't go, don't go off deep end like I did, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, man, definitely <laughs> not. Cause, like, you got like a, you got like a whole wall full of them. <laughs> like yeah, like how do you have room for all that? Yeah, bro. I'm trying to cut back now. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. It's, an, it's an addiction, but uh, yeah, I picked up uh so I picked up that which was about seven bucks, which wasn't that bad at all. Um. I picked up about ten copies of some of the back issues of uh some comics. They just had like a whole bunch of boxes of stuff. So I think I picked up like uh I found two Infinity War um issues. Oh nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I find those. Um I find this uh and I was just looking at stuff that kind of jumped out at me. It was this uh one comic, it's uh Marvel Zombies Dead Days, and like it had like the uh, uh. Zombie Iceman on there, yeah. Zombie Iceman, fucking Cyclops is holding his head in his hand, and I uh, had a, had the uh, Zombie Wolverine, which was kind of dope. Picked that up. Um, I got the uh, free comic book day, uh, My Hero Academia, which was dope. I was definitely looking for that. Got that. Um, it looks like I got the Avengers, and then I just picked up some. Um, I kind of got 
the uh, current uh, the current copies of like the Black Panther, Ultimate Spider Man, and the Avengers. Yeah. So I got all those up into the current issue, and I got all that stuff for about I think I spent like forty bucks. That's not bad. Exactly. I'm like, okay, so I'm like, I'll get these, I'll be current, and then, you know, maybe I'll go pick up the current edition when it comes out or whatever. Just try to stay on top of each one, because as you know, comics, they switch shit up all the time, so it's like, you never can stay on top of what it is unless you just, like, right there with it. So, I picked up that stuff. It was pretty good, but um, other than that, man, like I said, uh, that was pretty much it for me. I do have one thing. I have one thing to add for news. You know, they about to add, I don't know if it's a movie or it's a new uh, show, but they're doing something with Yu Yu Hakusho. So it's either going to be a new movie or a new anime. Really? Or anime, yeah. I think, I think I, did I hear something about them? They was trying to bring Yu Yu Hakusho back. I know they put it, I know they put it on Crunchyroll, like maybe like, what, a month and a half, two months ago? They, they dropped it on Crunchyroll again? Yeah, they put it back, but now they're working on like some new and it is a new an- animation project, so that could be anything. Oh, it, could be a movie. it could be a movie or whatever. Uh, yeah, either way, I'll take it. <laughs> I like. So I, I hope. I, I don't know. I don't know if I want like a new Yu Yu Hakusho series. I'll, I'll probably be here for a movie. Maybe not a, like a maybe not like a series though. It depends, man. I don't know. I think I t- if it's like an OVA, I think maybe. it'll be dope. Yeah, that could be. Who knows? There, I guess. I guess, I guess we'll see. That I'm pretty sure they'll have some more announcements. They'll probably come out maybe like summer or something like that. If they're gonna do it, it'll probably be like summer, something like probably. that. Uh, but speaking of old of old series, uh, Funimation, they are. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever have you ever seen that uh, anime? It's called uh, Case Closed. Yeah, man. They took all the old episodes off. That's what I was just about to say. So yeah. What actually happened was the uh, the license expired, so ah, they pulled okay. so they pulled all the episodes from uh they pulled all the, all the old episodes of Case Closed from Crunchyroll, but so everything from I think seven fifty four and up will still be on there, and uh, I think they pulled Kenichi too. I think. Oh man, I already seen all that, but that still kind of sucks. But I mean, Everybody it kind of sucks for me. Because I was like, I was like rewatching it like a couple weeks ago, and like I, I had it really. queued up on my Hulu, and I hit play on it, and it started playing. So I'm like, is this just because I was watching it, or is it really gone? So I don't know. But uh, yeah, so but case closed. All the old episodes definitely gone. And if you want to watch it, everything from 7:54 forward will still be uh, released on Crunchyroll uh, currently weekly. But um, yeah. So as far oh yeah. So I mean, I guess this is news too. I mean, um, we had talked about it on the last episode. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go together. I went and seen uh Bungo Stray Dogs on Sunday. You had to how was it, bro? That sucked. But uh, so I, I went to see it. Uh, in uh, Studio Move Grill kind of got me, dog. Like the tickets was like thirteen fifty. And I went in like I think I went to like the four o'clock show, which I'm like okay matinee, and like boom thirteen fifty. But I'm like you know oh. what? I respect the jug. I respect it because you know it, it, they are bringing in something different. And I know because I don't quite remember what I paid to see Attack on Titan, but I think it was a little bit more than what a normal movie ticket is. At least I think yeah. so. I don't remember, but I was like you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to see it anyway. Whatever. 
So, uh, movie was uh, it was it was so dope. Like you already know how good the animation is on that. So can you imagine yeah. how the animation was on the big screen like that, man? So yeah, totally great movie. I'm I'm guess I would hope they would stream it on Crunchyroll. I'm about to see if I can find it right now. Yeah, because man. because it was a it was a Crunchyroll Crunchyroll kind of sponsored it. Like uh, you know, instead of having like trailers and stuff, they had like uh, they had like some of the people from like uh from the Crunchyroll studio. They were talking about what they liked about uh Bungo Stray Dogs, this, this, and that. And then they had the uh the voice actors that uh the dude that plays Dazai, Octagawa, and um uh, at Sushi, they the the voice actors they were saying some stuff like. You know, like really excited for you to see the movie and all that stuff, which is pretty dope. And then the movie started, so I mean, it, it was a really good story. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to tell the movie because I'm, I'm assuming it's going to come out. But I mean, as far as like action, it took it took a little bit, it took a little time for the action to ramp up or whatever. But once it got started, like it was just like nonstop. Like it truly will have you scratching your head a little bit because I'm just like, what is going on right now? So yeah, it, it was dope. Um, I will say one thing. They they did do a flashback to um Otosaka. So you know I got a little I got a little misty out. I was like, damn, how did I do this to the movie like this right here? Dog? I'm like, well I was not expecting to see this. So yeah, they right. they did a little flashback for that and I was like, damn man. I was like, all right, I'll put it together. So, did it tie into like the the storyline of the anime at all, or just like some um, random? You know what? In the uh, in the opening, like I guess it was it was a new opening song because it's a movie song, or whatever. So they showed some flashbacks of like everything, like they yeah. showed flashbacks of um of him and um Octagawa fighting the uh, the money dude. What's yeah. his name? I forgot his name. They, they showed flashbacks of that. Um, what else did they show flashbacks of? Uh, I think that was really it. They just showed flashbacks of that fight, and then they were showing some other stuff. But uh, and they were kind of like, uh, kind of like showing it, like they showed like everybody from the uh, armed detective agency. Like it was kind of like a little intro for everybody. Like it, like as the song was, as the opening was playing, it showed all them like their name and stuff like that. What the name of their uh, their power was, and then it showed the port mafia, and then uh, it showed some. It showed another group too. I think it just showed the the, um, the villain dude or whatever. Word. But, um, yeah, but besides that, yeah, like once, like once it got like the little maybe like the first maybe like twenty minutes or whatever was like some build up story stuff or whatever. Because I'm thinking it's taking place like a few months after the end of the anime. I think so. Uh, you know, everything's kind of like normal or whatever, and then you know the story picks up. So you. Don't ha- you hadn't you wouldn't need to see the anime to know what's going on from this point. I mean, if you're I mean, if you're going to the fucking movies to see Bungo Stray Dogs, you have had seen the anime or know something about it. So as long as you pretty much know the characters, then you should be fine. So like, if you were to watch this with, with somebody that had never watched Bungo Stray Dogs, then they could probably catch on with it because it kind of tells everybody's powers and stuff like that. So it doesn't it doesn't really too much. It, it really doesn't even really reference anything from the anime so much to where like you would be like, oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on. So, but I mean, it just kind of picks up and, and kind of tells everybody's powers and stuff like that. So, just the person that just has never seen Bungo Stray Dogs could watch this movie and kind of learn a little bit, and that might interest them in going back and watching the show. 
But I mean, you you should want to watch the show anyway because it's it's fucking dope. You should want to watch it. But um, so yeah, I hope I hope at some point I didn't see anything online saying like when it was gonna drop or whatever. I'm sure it's probably gonna come out at some point on Crunchyroll. Like it might, like I said, I don't know if it's gonna be on there, but it, it should be on there soon because it it really was like a Crunchyroll movie night, like Crunchyroll Funimation movie night kind of thing or whatever. Word. Yeah. So I mean, it was good, but um. And then what sucked is they didn't even say if or when they're going to do the next season. If it, if it was going to come back or whatever, I would hope. That oh, it's going to be that season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would hope that since the movie doing so good, the movie being as good as it was, they were in tandem working on the next season. So who knows? It could probably come back like next year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's about it, man, for the news. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, like I said, we're going to jump into these reviews because we have a lot to review, so everybody hold tight. We'll be right back. Everybody, welcome back, and it is time for the week in anime reviews. Yes, man. so I mean, why even waste any time? We took we took a break last week, so we're gonna get ahead and get right into it because this was what I was hyped for. Had we recorded last week, this is what I was most hyped for, and that's fucking my hero academia episode. Oh yes. Man. Episode fucking 42. These last two episodes have been amazing. Oh, man. We've been talking about this, too. Like, this this has been a build-up since this fucking class trip arc started. And, man, this did not disappoint at all. Like, this was crazy. And the crazy part is, you're not even halfway done. Yeah. There's so many more fights you gotta, gotta look forward to. But, man... Deku, though. Deku. Like, really, like, God, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he's just like, you know, big brother, just trying to, you know what I'm saying, just trying to protect Coda. So, that was crazy. But, I mean, if you've seen the episode, which, if you fucking watch My Hero Academia, you haven't seen the episode, and I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. I, I had to watch the episode, like, three times. <laughs> it's easily... Easily the best anime out right now. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. That's right. At at me, dog. At me, you got a problem. Please (laughs) at this man. Yeah, please, please feel free to if you listen to this show on Anchor. Please feel free to leave a voice note in response to this. Yeah, sorry, I said. (laughs) I'm talking spicy right now. I know it's all kind of like peppers in this, but it's truth, man. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna step up and agree with you on that one because as far as what's playing right now in the way of shonen types, uh, I mean even I mean even Boruto can't even uh, I mean no. Boruto can't even really. I mean I don't know, but they, they I mean they are coming up on some stuff in Boruto, but I mean as as far like up from up to until now, yeah. here academia is just like holding it down because like. Nothing else. I mean, I saw like One Piece. You know, One Piece kind of shit. But like, as far as stuff like new stuff, yeah, yeah, new stuff. My hero is killing yeah. it. 
<laughs> it was definitely killing it. But um, so you know, so this kind of so uh, episode forty one ended with uh, you know, the dude, the dudes were there with Coda, and and then you know you you got uh, Midoriya. He he's coming up, and it's just like, oh, like okay, I gotta say Coda. So this dude, and I, and what is this dude's name? Who you talking about? The uh, the muscle dude. Ah, I don't know. Did they, did they say his name? I mean, I know they, they haven't said his name yet in the anime, I don't think. Because I don't uh, remember the same uh, name. He's, 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 wearing the, uh, he's wearing the fucking Jason mask. He's not even a major character on here because I don't even I see don't him. Think so. Nah, I think so. Nah, I think he's just one of those people that's in the Vanguard yeah. squad or whatever. We're going to call him Muscle Guy. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're going <laughs> to call him Muscles. So. Basically, his quirk is he can expand his the fibers of his muscles or whatever, and like you know, what I'm saying basically, yeah, he like pretty much augmented strength, pretty much. He has super strength, basically. You know, what I'm saying he yeah. has super strength. I don't want to say it's on par with All Might, but oh no, nah. you know, what I'm saying he has super strength. A regular hero probably couldn't handle him. None of these students probably couldn't handle him except Midori. But beside the point. He uh he he pulled he walks up on Coda because as we know we left Coda up on that little ridge thing or whatever where his little hiding spot and the dudes like he was just looking for a good place to watch the fight so boom this is this is where this is where he pulls up on Coda so he's like uh then he's saying some shit about he wants to trade his mask for the hat and all this other stuff and you know so that 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 was episode forty one so what. What uh you know what was really interesting to me about this episode is that you know the the type of connection that Midoriya has with Coda in such a short time, like I don't I don't know I mean I know his I know his archetype is greatest hero he feels like he has to to save everybody or you know so he has a strong desire to you know save people and do what's right that that's just his shonen archetype but. He has a really, really, really strong, you know what I'm saying, sense of protection for Coda and like just he really met the kid like one fucking day. Yeah, the thing is, it's not particularly just Cody, just like he's a hero. So if he sees anybody in danger, he's gonna jump in, bro. Like he's like two definitions of a hero. This this is true. I I do agree with that. But um yeah, I'm I mean it, it, it was just, you know, it, it it shows it's it's kind of setting it up that I mean we already know. I mean, basically when you watch my hero, you already know that in the end he does become the strongest hero. So like like I think we touched on um in the last episode, it's just really about watching his progression, basically watching yeah. his journey to where he ends up eventually. And uh I think out of everything that they've done, even I mean, even the stuff with Stain wasn't even on this level. I mean, as far he, as emotional, yeah, I definitely agree with you, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, he had, he had, uh, yeah, like shoulder. He, I mean, he had help. Yeah, basically, just just to keep it real, he had help. He had shoulder. He had, uh, yeah, you know you're right, bro. He had help, and now it's, it's just boom. What you gonna do is yeah. you. What are you gonna do? Back against the wall. I guess he's a back do against or die. the wall. Back against the wall. So you know, by all means, he he has to get caught to safety. So, um. You know, just let's just jump into the fight, basically. So, basically, what the dude is, dude does is he pretty much hardens his muscles, and then he, you know, saying kind of like he he uses the the muscles to like, you know, saying just use super strength, and so 
I mean, Maduro's using what five percent, maybe, or what's he using yeah. of uh one for all? He's using five percent. He dabbled with the twenty percent, but didn't work out too good. Okay, so yeah, so we already know he's 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 going to the go to full calendar, so that's that's what he gets into. And the interest interesting part is that you would think that he would try to run, and he does, but the dude's fast. Like the dude just has yeah. the most leg muscles. He's just as fast as Midoriya, basically. And he knows that he doesn't have a choice. It's you know, he has that fight or flight instinct, and at this point, flight isn't working, so you gotta fight him. So he's gonna fight him at least, you know what I'm saying, let Coda get away. And that and that's how they that's how they start fighting. So yeah, that fight, man, just that man, just the art was so amazing. Like that fight was like drawn like so so perfectly. Like it, it just looked amazing. And just you know saying picking up picking up on some of the stuff that I mean and I, I I missed some of the small details in my first first time I watched it because I think I was Yeah, I definitely I watched it twice. Yeah, I, I watched it two times. I think the first time I might have been like a little distracted. I was doing something but second time I was like, you know what, let me just disconnect from everything. I think I just I think I left my phone in my room on the charger. Um I just came in and just watched it. And uh yeah, that's when I caught all the little the little, you know what I'm saying, small nuances. And you can tell that Midori is genius level because this kid thinks so quick on his feet. And it's just like, you know, he had, like, and I think we talked about this on like maybe the uh first or second um episode we had about battle sense and that Midoriya has battle sense and he has, you know what I'm saying, tactical sense too. So he's actively, you know what I'm saying, reading yeah, the fight. Analyzing. Exactly. He's analyzing and reading the fight as a progressive. And for you to be for him to be put up against somebody that's like, I mean, just the gap in the gap in their powers is evident because this dude, this dude, you know what I'm saying, spoiler alert. He kills Coda's parents. He's he's the guy that killed Coda's parents. So this dude, this dude is not this, this dude is not like a beginner. It's not like they're fighting somebody from fucking class C or something like that. Yeah. This dude's a legit villain. He's been a villain for a while because Coda's what about six? Five or yeah. six, maybe? And so, you know, so his parents have been dead for a few years. So this dude actually killed his killed uh Coda's parents. So this guy isn't a joke. And you know, Midoriya's fucking first year, like it's summer. It's summer break. So the the gap the gap in their skills is I, I would say immense right now just because just based on ability to use your quirk and uh you know what I'm saying being able to test your limits, there it's a big gap in between them. And just for the fact that he can hang with this dude and you know, trade blow for blow with him is pretty amazing. I mean, he's our hero, but you know what I'm saying, it's still that's still something that you know what I'm saying you gotta acknowledge. This kid can fight. He can. He can fight. He can handle himself. And um, so, what? What did? What did you think of the fight? Man, this is this is the thing. Like, I I really like the dynamic of like, like you said, the fight or not. Like, he had to fight him. Like, it was, he's back against the wall. So it wasn't like he had any help. Like, he he knew that if he didn't, he was the only thing stopping him between him. Though, bro, like, so he had to, bro, and I think he realized in that moment, like you said, he he realized that he had to go above his powers, and I think that's kind of the genius. That's why I think he's really perfect to have like the all for one or one for all, because like 
I don't think nobody else could have it. I think he picked I might pick the perfect person to have the pass with his court to, bro. It's yeah. like yeah, that fight was truly amazing, man. Yeah. So, and uh, and even like I really like the the emotional part. Like that's why like it was crazy because he, he, he lost it pretty much when he said, Oh, I'm a killer's kid now. He was like, You gonna do what? Oh nah, fam. <laughs> And he just like surpassed his limits, bro. I think that was that was truly beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he wasn't having that. And um, man, so you know, so just basically preface, they're fighting, and uh, man, Midori is getting his ass whooped. But he's getting his ass whooped. But he has, you know, what I'm saying he has the will to keep fighting because he knows if he dies. Coda's gonna die too because this dude just doesn't give a fuck. He just kills for fun. So he's like, you know, nah, I'm gonna have yeah. fun. I'm definitely gonna kill you. So, you know, let me hurt with you because you're dead. And so, um, yeah, so just, I mean, what, I mean, what else can I say? So he's, he's pretty much testing the limits of off one. I mean, uh, one for all. So he's testing the limits and, uh, he ends up going to 100%. So he he does uh he does a hundred percent and that shit does nothing. Like absolutely nothing at all. He ate it, bro. Ate that shit like it was just <laughs> not you know what I'm saying, like just Frito Lays, he ate that shit. And uh yeah, so it's just like damn man, it's like and so I mean I think I think even I think even Midori is shocked, he's just like, damn, this was a hundred percent. Like he's pushing it. So after the hundred percent, his arms kind of fucked up. You know, what I'm saying he's kind of he's kind of fucked up at that point, and uh, he broke his arms in. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah he was fucked up because uh, you know even like I said normally he uh and I and I found the dude's name. Uh, I guess they call him muscular. Okay, <laughs> went too far off. We gonna roll with muscle yeah. dude. Yeah, we gonna Down roll with muscle bed. dude. That sounds a lot better than muscular. I just don't <laughs> see a thought process behind that one, but um. Yeah, so like I said, and and, back, and touch back on Midoriya's battle sense, man. Like he already knows. So during this fight, he's kind of testing everything. He knows his cell phone's broke. He knows he doesn't have any help. He has no help at all. And uh, you know, what I'm saying he's uh he's uh he's just actively thinking during this fight. And the dude, and the dude, uh, was like muscle guy was like, you know. We're not even looking for you. Like who? Like who's Bakugo? Yeah. And uh, you know, so I, I I don't really know what it is with 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 Midori and Bakugo. I like, I don't understand that. I don't know. Well, I don't yeah. know. Hey, but I know I don't want to ruin it for. <laughs> like, anybody. Like, are they brothers? Like are they brothers? Like yeah, tell me, tell me off air. But like, are they brothers or something? Because I, I really don't understand. Nah, they they grew up together, bro. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I got that. But I'm just like, damn, dog. It's like. He could say this dude's name and just throw your whole shit off, like oh, Kachan. Like, but nah, it's pretty that? much like pretty. I don't know. The whole dynamic is like before All Might was his hero. Like Bakudo was like his mini hero. Like he always looked up to him, even though like Bakudo always picked on him and whatnot. He always looked up to him because he had what he didn't. He had like this amazing court. He's like, dang, you know, one day I'm gonna give me amazing court too. <laughs> so he just always looked up to him. Even when he got his quirk, that was still like his his viral per se. So it's kinda like kinda like the whole Naruto and uh, Sasuke uh dynamic a little bit. That's pretty much how it is. Okay. I got that. So 
So uh so they're still fighting and uh I think Coda Coda ends up throwing a rock at at muscle guy, which yeah, I mean, distract him. hit him with a rock. I mean, you know, get off get off my get off my homie. Get off my homie. He came to save me. I appreciate that. Let me let me throw this pebble at you. So uh yeah, he throws his rock at him and that kind of distracts him. And uh, because I mean at this point, you know, saying shit's going downhill. So uh at that point, Midoriya is able to stick his arm in between the dude's muscle fibers or whatever, so he can't dodge. Once again, displaying crazy battle sense. So uh, he sticks his arm in there, and um, that's when he, he charges up the one for all to 100%, and he hits some smash or whatever. And the shit nearly blows Coda off off the damn cliff or whatever, but, you know, in and, and true Midoriya fashion, he catches him with his damn teeth. So he's caught him. He, he's his arms fucked up, and he's holding him by his teeth so he doesn't fall to his death. And uh, yeah. And I think I think seeing that kind of like turned the page for Coda. That kind of like flipped the switch. Like, okay, you know what? This dude is going all out to protect me. He don't even, he don't even know me. He doesn't know me yeah. at all. Like he he just met me. He just met me the other day, and like he's doing all this just yeah. to save me. Yeah, and, I um, think in that. He realized why heroes do what they do. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. He's like, you don't even know me, but you know, what I'm saying you're risking your life to save me. Nice. And uh, okay, so quickly <laughs> we find out that the one for all hundred percent didn't do shit because <laughs> because the muscular dude's already recovered. Killing. He's already recovered. He's like, what? You like what? You know what I'm saying? And so fucking. Battle sense again. So Midori is trying to buy time. He's like, "Shit, I got to come up with something." He's like, "Damn it, hundred percent didn't work." Like I'd never do hundred percent. So he's trying to goddamn talk to him, trying to find out what it is. And uh, at this point, most of the dude, he ain't trying to goddamn hear that shit. He just wants to kill, bro. He's like bloodlusted, bro. He, he don't care about none of that. <laughs> yeah. So and, and mind you, his fucking eye is out. So this motherfucker puts in a a glass eye. And he like, you know, it's on now. I'm not holding back. And, you know, it's whatever. So he char- so he like supercharges this shit up. And Midoriya's got Coda trying to damn avoid the attacks or whatever. And he's like, shit, I got to damn. He's like, man, I got to get up out of here. But people don't realize that these motherfuckers been training all day too. Like they've been training all day trying to, you know what I'm saying, they and the point about it is they were trying to train to get to their limits or whatever or they quirk and like he's tired. He's been training yeah. all day. And so uh he's like, you know, Midori's like, you know what, I can't run anymore. If you gotta run because if we keep doing this, we both gonna die. And he's like, you know, I gotta just I gotta just fight him while you run away. And uh he uh the dude uh the dude tried to rush him or whatever and he hits him with another hundred percent Detroit smash. And that shit, you know what I'm saying? Don't really do shit. <laughs> Nothing. So, you know, at this point, it's like, and this is when he starts smothering. Like, he, like he's smothering. Like, he's pushing. Yeah. He's pushing him they're still, down. Yeah, they're still in, in the, like, in the entangle when he's, like, fighting. So, yeah. it isn't like it's, it didn't defeat him all. Well, it didn't defeat him at all. But it didn't, like, completely, like, he didn't, like, eat like he did last time. So, he's still struggling with it. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, he and he's like, he's he's fucking with him too. He's like, oh, this shit is weaker than before, like really. And so at this point, fucking 
Midori, he's Deku, he's ready to call it. He's like saying his goodbyes. She's like, I'm sorry, All Might. I'm sorry, Mom. I failed y'all. So this motherfucker's pretty much ready to die. He's he's already accepted that he's about to die. And then here we have Koda splashes fucking muscle guy with water. We, so we come to see, we knew he had one because, I mean, both of his parents were heroes, so he had to have a quirk. And his quirk is water. So he splashes the dude with his quirk. Yeah. And I think that might have been like, maybe like the first time that he that he used his quirk. Like he probably yeah, knew he which, had it. Yeah, no, he knew he had it. But I think the beauty of it is like he hates heroes and everything to do with him. So he, he doesn't even acknowledge his quirk up to that point. So, okay, so I yeah. think that speaks into like just how much he was invested into Deku. Like, that he would go out and try to use his court to save him. So yeah, that so that that was uh so yeah, we see that he splashes muscle guy with water and muscle guy's like, what the he's like, what? He's like, Oh, don't worry, stay there because you're dead next. And then that <laughs> instant that this motherfucker says he's about to kill Coda next, Deku just he just turns all the way up. So this motherfucker goes one for all. One million percent. What the fuck? A million percent? Yes, bro. And he is this motherfucker with a one, one for our one million percent. With a broken arm. With a broken arm. (laughs) One million, one for our one million percent. Delaware, Detroit, smash. I, I don't understand what's up with these state. Like I don't. Okay, it's it's a, it's a play on you know saying they think of Westerners, so I guess and you know. Yeah. All Might's like a, the typical hero trope. So, hits him with the Delaware Detroit smash, and he fucking knocks just he knocks most of the dude completely out. Like, this motherfucker is sleep. Like, sleep and crazy. Like, and that's pretty much how the episode ends. It's just like, I gotta get, I mean, like, what can you do after that? You missed the vital part, though. Like, for an emotional standpoint, after he did that, he's just standing there arm is broken down. He's like, man, I did it. Then here comes little Coda. My hero! I'm like, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. That pretty much solidified the That solidified their bond. That's like that's Big Brother. Like that was the best part of the episode for me, man. You like that part? I mean, I like the part where he knocked them out, but I mean, you know. <laughs> that part, too, but you know. The emotional the emotional growth between Coda and uh, Deku is, is also good. So, Episode ends, he, he slings him on his back, arms fucked up, and he's like, I gotta get back to training camp or whatever, and that's how episode 42 pretty much ends, and you gotta remember that shit. It's still villains everywhere, so it really ends with uh, yeah, Eraserhead. Eraser coming out of... I call this motherfucker Eraser. Yeah, right that's there. my guy. <laughs> so Eraser is coming out, and he runs into the... Uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Oh man, I know his name. I just uh, Dabble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs into that dude, and I mean, we just might just go straight into episode forty-three. So he runs into that dude. That's how episode forty-three starts. And basically, what it was like an explosion or something. He exploded or whatever. Yes. No, he tried to set him on fire, but he, he dies. On fire, but he dies this year. Just like, dude, he's fucking eraser. Like, he's pro hero. Like, are you serious yeah. right now? Like, what are you? What are you thinking? So, uh, yeah. So, and. uh so he's like, damn. So a race ahead, and uh, he pretty much he pretty much drags uh, Dobby or whatever. Like, like he pretty yeah, much, yeah, swiftness. yeah. He but pretty I, much, pretty I, much. I, I think it's like a double something like that. He like fades away when he like wrapped them up in like the uh, yeah. It was a 
I think the dude, the dude that that makes the uh, devil, I think his name is Twice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Twice made a devil of him or whatever. And uh, you know, Ray said he's like, I gotta get to where everybody else is. And uh, yo, so yeah, so um, everybody else is pretty much good fight with uh, Mandalay and um, and the other and the uh, other dude. What's his name? Um, the other cat, the other dude from their um, from their little group or whatever. The big come, I'm the call him guy. big cat. Yeah, <laughs> call him big cat. So with Mandalay and big cat, they fighting the uh. The one, the the reptile stain dude, and the um, the other dude. Which this is a good like this, this episode. Uh, I think the uh, the fake stain is called Spinner. And um, let's see, what's the other dude's name? Well, what was his name? Another dude with Spinner. And what's his name? Mag Magni Magni something like that or whatever. Oh yeah, Magni. Yeah, Magni. I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so yeah, so they fight. Pretty good fight. And uh, mind you, fucking Deku was still running with coat on his back. So he's trying to get him to the training camp. And so he's running, and fucking him and a race head cross paths. So that's when he's telling him, he's like, you know what? They after uh they after Kachan, I gotta find him or whatever. And he's like, take he's like, take uh Coda, I gotta go. And so the funny thing to me is that <laughs> the rest of it's like this motherfucker's going on pure adrenaline. He's like, once that shit dies down, he won't even yeah, be able to he's move. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he he's like he he's like he won't be able to move after this adrenaline dies down. But yeah. He's too is that before or after? I know at some point he like he tells the telepath to like pretty much he gives the students right to like fight back because before he was saying just run. Well, yeah. So I mean, he tell he tells uh that's that's what they discuss before uh, before Deku runs off to Mandalay because he's like you know you should be in trouble because you're not supposed to be fighting or whatever. So which I'm like, what the fuck? You supposed to do just die? That shit yeah. didn't make no sense to me. Yeah, but okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm just going to die. Okay. So, uh, he tells him that. So, I mean, we don't, we don't know that he tells him that, but we know that Deku's going to Mandalay because he has to tell Mandalay that Coda's safe. That's, that's basically his whole main reason for finding Mandalay. Yeah. So, uh, so, and then, uh, you got, you got um so so it kind of like everybody's separated. So you got different fights on different fronts. You got uh you got um Bakugo and uh, Shota, and they're up against the uh, what's the name Moonfish. That motherfucker is creepy. Like yeah. his teeth are like knives. It's crazy. Yeah, bro. So yeah, they're up against him and uh what's what's um and so then and then we even get to see Class B. So I'm gonna get to that in a second because Class Class B kind of showed up. Those two from Class B kind of showed up because uh, yeah. they were fighting the little, the little toxic smog dude or whatever, the uh, motherfucking uh, zombie Nazi looking dude or whatever. They yeah, were two, two, uh, what's the other guy's name? Well, I'm not the dude that was with uh, he he turns into metal. Yeah, that's Tetsu with the metal, and then I forgot the chick's name. I don't know. Yeah, she, she has the she can make her can she make her appendages? Oh, like, Kendo. Yeah, yeah, she makes her hands or whatever. So, um, yeah, so finally, uh, Deku. He uh he makes it to Mandalay, and to Deku kind of saving everybody's ass right now because he fucking distracts that her her and Big Cat 
are getting handled. They're not getting handled, but, but they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They, either one's not losing blows. Decisive blows. Yeah, yeah they, they both on even on even footing or whatever. So with the rival of Deku, um, he's able to you know what I'm saying he tells Mandalay that hey, you know what, Coda's safe. She's like she's looking at Deku because Deku's fucked up. She's like, wow, he's safe. And then he's like, I got a message from Eraserhead. And then she he's like, I need you to tell everybody telepathically. So I think first he tells her that that they're after Bakugo or whatever. He tells her yeah. that first, and then he goes on to tell them that they all have permission to use their quirks and fight or whatever. So they have permission to fight back. Which why the fuck wouldn't they fight back anyway? But okay, yeah. I, I don't feel I feel like who was gonna tell that they that they fought back without permission? Like they survived that shit, and the muscles gonna be like, hey, you know, y'all didn't have permission to fight. But you know, we're gonna let it slide this time. Y'all didn't die, so it's okay. That was kinda that was kinda tedious to me or whatever. But yeah. I'm willing to let that go for the sake of the story. So they get permission to fight. And then um I mean we see we see Bakugo high headed as always, so and him yeah. and Soda teaming up together is kinda interesting because you don't really see them fight together. Like Bakugo really yeah. doesn't fight with anybody. And the fact yeah. that they play personalities are like Complete opposite. Polar opposite. <laughs> Polar opposite. So, you know, Bakugo's ready to just jump in and fucking Shota has to save his ass like two times. He's like, you can't just run in. You can't just run in. But Bakugo's like, whatever. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. You got my think, head. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And I think the fact <laughs> that, they, that they're after them, that just made him even more mad, my bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's like, oh, no, I want to fight now. So, um, they, they, so they, they didn't really finish that fight because they kind of switched over to the, uh, what was the what was the toxic kid's name? I don't know. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call him toxic kid. Nah, his name's mustard. I mustard, guess. Like, yeah, mustard, like mustard gas. Yeah, I knew it was something something toxic or whatever. Mustard. So they so the the fight with um the fight with the uh, class B students and mustard, it pretty much um occupies the the last parts of this uh, episode, and uh, just kind of showing that you know class B they aren't slouches, which we said that. Right at the beginning of the school trip, right when his arc first started, yeah. like you know, school um, class B isn't aren't slouches. Like like they don't totally suck. They have really good talented students in there, but the focus is always going to be on class A because it's fucking class A. But um, so yeah, we got so we got to see the uh, we got to see a good um a good match between Mustard and uh, the two students from class B was really good. Mustard had a fucking pistol. That was crazy to me. I think they were shocked he had a gun too. Like he was really, he had the revolver. He was really popping shots at the uh, at the metal. What was his name? It was like Tet. Yeah, Tetsuya. Yeah, Tetsuya. Yeah, te- I was like, yeah, like t- what if he wasn't metal, bro? Like you could have popped him in the dome. But see, yeah, I remember though he was holding his breath too, though. So the gas is the gas is spreading. So the, the chick from class B, she's fucking smart because she figures out that the gas is swirling from somewhere. That's how they end up running to the center of it and finding mustard and. That fight ensues, yeah. and she's moving the gas around or whatever. And uh, he's owning them at first. Like he's like, yeah, he's like, damn, y'all from UA? He's like, y'all suck. You know, basically, like, y'all trash. Y'all go to UA? Like I, I expect the better. And uh, you know, they get the best of them. So uh, he ends up getting his ass knocked out. And uh, basically, they break the mask, and so you know, saying so knock him out, and uh, you know, saying so wrap him up. He's done. yeah. I think I think it's good because like they they really get to strategize them too because they realize hey. If he had a gun, he obviously is not good at, at hand-to-hand combat. And two, if he's wearing a mask, he's not like I mean, invulnerable to his, yeah, he's, I mean, his own court. Like, like you gotta be a weak ass motherfucker not 
to be to be able to be damaged by your own quirk. Like you would think that wouldn't be something that would be possible. Like just yeah, with a quirk like that. Like damn, like he can't even he can't even stand to to gas from his own quirk. But, yeah. I mean, I guess you know, saying it, it helped it helped move the story along. So yeah, uh, that worked. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so yeah, and that pretty much that that wraps up episode forty three. And uh, yeah, so next week, I mean, shit, this shit ain't slowing down because it's uh, at the end. Well, not what they show at the end. They show Dark Shadow like he lost. Oh, you know, yeah. Of, you know, it's cool. yeah. So, uh, I guess, like the darker it is, like the shadow comes out. Oh, but I forgot all about that motherfucker. Depends on how dark it is. So he like loses control, and that and like that. All you see at the end is like Deku going to find him, and it's like you see complete darkness. He's like, "Don't come close to me." I'm like, like, bro, that, like he has, so bro. He is. He might. He might. Like I think people slept on like how strong he is, him, bro. Like he's like one of my characters. Like, like he's he's fucking he he's strong. Like just the way that shadow was going crazy, like he's yeah. fucking strong. So yeah, so that's that's gonna uh that's gonna fucking be uh the the you know what I'm saying what's gonna happen on episode uh, forty four this Saturday. But um yeah, just these these were two crazy pack episodes. So I mean, normally you know what I'm saying this probably would have been like a ten or fifteen minute review, but we had to do both episodes. So whatever. So yeah, it's a little long, but it doesn't matter. So that's gonna wrap up. <laughs> that's gonna wrap up my hero academia. Um, we're gonna come right back with uh what I think we're gonna come back with Boruto. So yeah. Yeah, Boruto. Right. So you guys hold tight, we'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome. Um, Boruto, episode fifty-six. Um, I mean, really, I don't really want to spend too much time on this because it was a good episode, though. It was it fifty six. I mean, fifty five was kind of like a lead up. I mean, fifty five was kind of like what they kind of all showed up. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing, just seeing all the different uh, getting or whatever from the uh, different villages. You kind of yeah. see the uh, you know, the different archetypes from each village. Um, yeah. that was dope. Seeing everybody for the first, well, for the second, first time. Yeah, it was good. It was a kind of reminiscent of the the first tuning exam, you know, back when Sasuke got his butt whooped by uh, my boy Rock Lee. It was very reminiscent. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was good memories. Good memories. I remember watching that uh, watching that dubbed. I remember. So, yeah. I got that. Yeah, I, mean, I think I got it on DVD. I think I yeah. watched it on DVD dub. So yeah, yeah. it was very nostalgic. <laughs> very very nostalgic. So I mean that that was a good part of that. Uh, we're touch on we're touch on episode uh, fifty six because that's where the bulk of the you know saying the story comes into play. Um, so we're seeing the we're seeing the teams um, everybody together. Um, we got the cloud. We got the rock. Um, the rocket and we got that mist and um sand and uh we got our, our leaf our leaf uh guinea which we know everybody but um so i was trying to figure out uh who who's i guess they didn't really say whose kids they were like the cloud the cloud kid the kid with the uh with the bubbles why do i feel like yeah they didn't say who they was yeah, they didn't right. say who their parents were like you know but, but you kind of see you can play okay 
He got to be like he looked just like him, bro. I think that's B son because he has the fucking the Hachi fucking necklace or whatever. So he has that. He has the uh, the A tail uh, head on on his necklace or whatever. So I'm I'm just gonna assume. um, I will fact check this, but I believe that the main (laughs) the main uh, Ganeem is Killer B's son. I don't know who his mom is, but he blows bubbles. He's chewing gum. Kind of weird. Different. I mean, I, I I like I like the different the different kind of juices that they have. It's not like just you know, straight for shit. Like damn, like because they really because that's part of the that's part of the tuning exam. Like you don't really know what everybody else can do. Like you don't know yet. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so he he has chewing gum, which they don't they don't know what it does yet. Um, then we got the twins from the uh, are they from the mist? Those three <laughs> mist twins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they they from the they from the mist, yeah. Triplets, yeah. So we don't we don't fucking know who who they are because I don't even think we seen them in the uh, we didn't in the field trip in the field trip. <laughs> yeah, they, I do I do like that, that they um that he does see the um Mr. Kage again, and uh, they do allude to uh what's his name the. Uh, What's the kid's name? I can't remember his name, but but they show a montage of him still training. He's still training to become the next Mr. Kage. I wish they would have brought him, but I mean he's he's probably he's, he's already Jonin level. Yeah, he's, he's already Jonin. Jonin. Yeah, yeah, he's already Jonin. So I don't see the need for him to come. But it would have been dope to bring him because they could have reunited. But I'm guessing that's for later. So they did show him still training, which is good because you know it's been a while since since that arc, and uh, just good callback to seeing him. And uh, we got the uh, the Hidden Rock, the Hidden Rock uh, kids. Uh, nothing really interesting to me about them. Yeah. Um. And the most interesting is obviously the sand. The sand. Your boy Shinky. <laughs> Shinky. And uh, and for people, and and he looks like he has Conqueror's face paint. Yeah, but he's let's, let's just make sure he's adopted, okay? So yeah, he's adopted. He's not actually Gar's son. He's adopted, but, but if he adopts them, it's gotta be for a reason, though. So gotta be for a reason. <laughs> so you know, uh, he he has Conqueror's face paint, and um, who and uh, one one of the kids is, is that Con- is that Conqueror's daughter or son? Uh, dang, I think that's his. Let me, let, check, let, me let, me check, let me check this right quick. Let me see. I want to make sure. Uh, let me see. Um, I want to make sure we, uh, we, got, we got our stuff correct. So, and uh, they're calling them Team Shinky. So, let's see here. Um, So, we got, uh, let's see. Who is this? Let's see. Shinky, who is the foster kid, Araya and Yodo. So let's uh let's just look at some let's just do a little backstory on our Shinky right quick since we're not we're not really gonna go too deep into this episode because you know it really wasn't it really wasn't that much. But um so naturally uh freaking Gara adopts him. Um Let's see. He he's a genius, obviously. Yeah, he has and, a KK uh, Genkai too. He has a KK Genkai, and uh, 
and, and, and he gonna, he's gonna fight uh, he's gonna fight Momoshiki too, I think. Huh. Huh. So yeah, interesting. Uh, <clears throat> let's see what else. And he has a uh, he has a uh, let's see he got this this and that. So let's get to his abilities. So he has the magnetic release KK Genkai, which is the Iron Sand, which is one of the KK Genkai from one of the uh, was it the third? Kage? Yeah, the I third think it's Kage? the third. Yeah, third Kazakage had that. So <clears throat> I'm thinking this kid is like maybe. I don't know, maybe grandson of third uh Kage. I'm not sure. Yeah, and if but you he, you watch the uh if you watch Ninja War, you know that's a beastie king 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 guy, bro. Like yeah. he was wolfing butt. <laughs> yeah, so uh he has um he had he's wearing the uh he's wearing the iron sand as a cloak, which is fucking dope. So you know and uh, who? And yeah, because you remember. Uh, oh my god, this is gonna kill me. It's just been how long it's been since fucking the uh, Akasuke stuff. The uh, puppet dude. What's his name? What's the guy with all the puppets? Ah, oh, I don't name? remember that guy's name. I feel I feel bad. I feel like I'm letting myself down right now. Cause I don't remember his name. Uh, the hundred puppets do. So in any event, whatever. He has a puppet of the third Kazakage, and he uses the Iron Sand in that fight against Sakura. Like he's like he's making he's making the the shapes or whatever the magnetic sand. He's using the shapes or whatever. He's throwing them at Sakura. So the magnetic release Keke Genkai is not a slouch, crappy Keke Genkai at all. So this kid as. Uh, Guinea level already pretty much has perfect control over it because he's fucking wearing the iron sand as a cloak. So if that is a control, I don't know what it is. So uh definitely um definitely ready to see how that's gonna flesh out. I wonder and he seems to be really, really interested in Boruto too. So I don't I don't know if that's just like because of how close Naruto and Gara are. I think so. Or you know, saying maybe Gar's been talking up uh, Boruto a little bit. Who knows? He's like, um, I got a son this Duke Dog. <laughs> my no, pops. yeah, like you know, like, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got a uh, represent for the same <laughs> represent for pops. So uh, let's see. And uh, so the next, uh, next uh, sand um, trio is uh, Araya. And uh, let's see. So he kind of looks like a, he he's got the he got the ponytail he's got the face mask on. Um, let's see who's who's kid is he? They always say who's kid no. is. But uh, man, then they this, this right here just they didn't really tell. So he uses swords, and uh, I'm guessing he uses puppets. He doesn't really, he doesn't really. They don't really go into like what kind of stuff he's using but he's using he's using a sword so I'm gonna assume that he uses like uh like traps and stuff like that maybe um, I don't know so that would be something to look for too because I'm looking on the wiki and it's not really saying what he does or who's fucking Kenny is which is kind of kind of sucks and the last final uh final member of that team is Yoda she's Konichi uh let's see and it still doesn't say whose kid she is. It's kind of starting to piss me off. <laughs> so, uh, she, so it says, it says in the anime she's using Taijutsu. Uh, uh, so, I don't, I don't know. So, 
she's she's a Tajitsu user. It doesn't really even really say who whose kid she is still. I think that's kind of good. We're going to learn today in the next few episodes. <laughs> but, you know, and just you know, something to go ahead and segue into uh, further discussing the episode 56 is that they have they have the and, uh, you know, so we're, so first we're going to go into part that the first, the, the Trinity exam is starting and they're all headed to the testing ground and Sai informs them that the first test is going to be a true or false question. So normal, perfect side, the minute fashion, it's a true or false question. So we ask them, uh, he asks them a question, and they can either choose to go true or false, and they're pretty much split even. So I think uh, I think Sakura and everybody else goes like true. I think I think uh, most most of most of the uh, hidden leaves uh, getting are on true, and I think uh, looks like uh, I think the Iron Sand. I think. Um, Sand Village, they they go to false. So the uh, the thing, the bottles fall out, and it's a whole bunch of ink at the bottom. It's perfect, perfect side. And uh, so the, basically, the the point the point of it is to not get to not fall in the ink. That's that's the test. And uh, if you fall in the ink, then you automatically disqualify. And so uh, fucking Mitski. Clutch as always, grabs the edge. He extends it on. He grabs Sakura. I mean, not Sakura. <laughs> wow, Sakura's daughter, <laughs> Sarade. So he grabs her, and then she throws Boruto uh, kunai attached to a wire or whatever, and they don't fall in. They don't fall in the uh, in the ink. Uh, Shikadai, he's holding his squad up with um with the uh, shadow stitch, and they're on the wall. And uh, Dinky and you know what I'm saying they they fall on rocks, but they fall on ledges, which is good for them because I don't think any of them have a skill that could have saved them unless like uh, Iwabe made like a mud wall or something like that. But uh, that might be what he did, isn't that what he did? Yeah, yeah, he made a mud wall, yeah, he made a mud wall, so yeah, I mean, yeah, so he made like a rock formation for them to land on, uh, him, Dinky, and uh, metal, so they so they don't fall in and then. They cut to Iron Sand and fucking Iron Shinky's floating on the Iron Sand and he's got his team floating on the Iron Sand because it basically flies, which is fucking dope. So they make it to the they make it to the next uh, next challenge. So that shit goes pretty quick. So they're like, okay, well now you pass this part and now you have to go into the forest to get to the next part or whatever. So Shink, uh, so uh, Shinky's like, you know what? We can't show these motherfuckers our, our juicy. Like we don't need to show it to them. Let's just try to get through it as quickly as possible. I think they're on a time limit to get there. They got like 30 minutes and like fucking size still talk. He's hit the timer. He's still talking. And so other people just take off. Yeah. And people like lingering like, uh, I might need to listen. To but the rules time. though. But the rules though. And so like some people already dipped out and then, you know, a lot of people dip and then everybody just finally runs away and then fucking, uh, Fucking Shigamaru's like, you know, they would have listened to all your rules. They would have never made it on time. Cause it's like you can't even be a second late. If you don't make it to to this part on time, then y'all next disqualify, even if you're a nanosecond late. Yeah. So he's like, you know, they would have never made it on time, but they listened to everything you had to so say. He's like, you were just wasting their time. So everybody's running through the forest and they got like a and uh uh what's her name? Ten ten. She's uh she's uh got her ninja traps out there. So now this bitch has like 
robots now, which you know, saying uh, future, the future is here. So uh, they got robots, and uh, she's got robots to kind of trip everybody up. And so, yeah, that's where we see the cloud. The cloud uh, kids use the uh, the bubble gum. So he sticks, he sticks the robots with the bubble gum. That's kind of crazy shit. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not too wild by that. I want to see how it's yeah. further utilized, but as far right now, I'm not impressed. Yeah. So they and then the uh, I think the uh, the hit and miss they use like some they they fucking trip up. They trip. Yeah, they bro. Fall. They got they, they got wrecked, use, bro. They got wrecked. <laughs> they go to use like some fucking technique or whatever, and they fucking get wrecked. Yeah, I'm they thinking fall. I'm like, oh, it's about to get lit in here. Hey, it's and good. Yeah. Just totally embarrassed, uh, Mr. Kaga. Just like, what the fuck? Oh no, no, was that? No, I, th- I thought this. I thought the no, no. It was, it was a Sucha Kage. It was the rock, hidden rock. They got wrecked. Oh yeah, yeah, that's they, what... they went to do that move and then they fell or whatever. And Sucha Kage was like, oh, they, they gonna be they in trouble when they get back. That was kind of funny because she was always high strong. She was even high strong back when she was fucking just the advisor to the Sucha Kage, the um, old dude. But um, and then so you know. They uh so Shinky they they managed to make it through and they're like they're like they're like when Boruto they uh use a little teamwork they don't really use any juices either they kind of use Thai juice and they make it with about what well, it was like what fifteen minutes to spare or something like that they had like fifteen yeah, they, minutes they, they, yeah they didn't cut it close but they ain't, they weren't one of the first people there because I mean Shinky they was there and like they and like you could tell like uh Boruto Sarda and fucking they tired. And Shinky's looking like, damn, motherfucker, y'all tired? Like, what? <laughs> so that was kind of crazy. I like I like how they kind of building up this rivalry between them, which is kind of good because, you know, in the Naruto world, you can't never have too many rivals. Yeah. So, uh, I think yeah, Naruto, but, um, he's already feeling a little bit inferior because, one, he didn't do anything to save them from the Black Ink. He just kind of nope. got saved. <laughs> yeah, he kind of got saved. The cloud dude, like, bro, you trash. You didn't even do that. He tra- he, and then you keep realizing he keeps looking at this damn ninja tool. He's like, well, I don't need to use this now. Like, what the fuck? Like, dude, like, you ready to cheat. Like, you're such a cheater right now. He's just like, you know, you can, you got the ninja tool and you still can't do shit. But uh, that's, how, that's how that episode ends. And uh, I think they're going to go into the, the next part. Do they start fighting? Like, do they start the fights in the next part? Or what are they doing in the next part? I hope so, bro. I don't even, I don't even remember what the I don't remember the preview for what it was I don't remember, but um <clears throat> yeah so um that's gonna be that's gonna be the next part you know like I said it's it's not wasting any time getting to uh, I mean I think it's gonna be a little bit more fleshed out because of all the momoshiki stuff and all the other stuff so it's gonna be a little bit yeah. more and they also they also killed Killer B at the beginning of what fifty five or fifty six. Did they kill him? Yeah, the uh, what's the what's those people called? You know what I'm talking about the, the yeah the uh the uh yeah, they, they took the tail beast out of him. Oh yeah, 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 because they were searching for the energy. So that's what that conversation between Gary and uh the uh one tail. Yeah, he was warning them. Yeah, so that that was crazy. Yeah. I forget. I forget. Gar still had the one tail. Like what he doesn't, about? but he still has a link to him. Oh yeah, because because they're basically all in Naruto. Yeah. Or he has a connect like Naruto has a connection or something. This it's still a piece of them inside of Naruto, which is that's kind of dope too. But uh, yeah, so I mean that's crazy. R.I.P. Killer B. I guess I'm gonna see some more of that fleshed out once they uh, because I mean they they're coming for Konoha now because everybody wants fucking Nine Tails. Got to have it. 
without fail. That's what they want. So uh, they're coming for the QB in Naruto. So hopefully they'll go ahead and get to the. Uh, we know once they get to the uh, to the second round where they're actually fighting. That's when, I think when Boruto starts to fight Shigeru. That's when shit goes south. So I'm predicting maybe one or two more episodes in between. Then I said maybe one episode in between that. So. I'm thinking next episode is probably going to be. I don't know. I, I had to go back and watch yeah. the trailer, but I'm thinking they're going to want to pick up the pace, bro. I hope so. Yeah, they want to pick up the pace because I mean, the people that are still following Boruto have already seen the fucking movie, so we know what's going to happen. Just get to it. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, yeah. so it's going to be pretty quick. So I'm thinking maybe one episode in between that and the uh, Otsuki Otsuki clan shows up to uh, try to steal the. Uh, Nine Tales from Naruto. But um yeah, so that's gonna end it for the uh review of Boruto episode light episode fifty five and episode fifty six. And uh coming up next, um the return of Darling in the Franks. Oh yeah, that was a good episode. Good episode. So yeah, we'll discuss them when we get back. Peace. song playing. <laughs> that's what you that need to hear. <laughs> I love that theme song. Oh, that's a great theme song. So, yeah, you already know Darling in the Franks is back after a crazy fucking episode 15. Uh, one week break with some uh, behind the scenes cast stuff, which, whatever, which was kind of cool, but mm-hmm. I mean, you can't have a crazy episode 15 and then take and a just break. Just give us a break, that. man. Give us that, but Nonetheless, it was back episode 16, and uh, shit, episode 16 was just like, like episode, like, episode 15 was so crazy, and like, episode 16 was like, so regular, that it was just like, polar opposites of each other. Uh, Are you? I mean, no, I'm not not saying, I'm not saying episode 16 was bad. I'm just saying, like, it went from, like, crazy hella action to, super cheap. They went to house chilling. But um, so it, I mean, it kind of picks up, and like you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't think it's directly after the fight. I want to say it's a little bit of time after the fight. It's a little bit of time after the fight. Uh, they're in the mansion, and <clears throat> you know, er- everybody's like, you know, everybody's getting along, but it does fill us in that you know a lot of people died. <laughs> Like a lot of people a lot. died. Yeah. A lot of people died. Like fucking with that Plantation 13's fucking totally destroyed. Plantation 13's totally destroyed. And uh <clears throat> you know, I think they're still they're they're living in the place that they were before, you know, they went to that, that final fight in episode fifteen. They're still there. And uh it looks like they're part of an experiment now. Yeah, definitely. So I they're part like- of they're part of an experiment because the the crazy connection between Zero Two and uh, Hero is kind of like totally it, it like they weren't expecting the shit to be like how it was between them. They're like, oh, you know, this is crazy. So them, their energy with everybody is kind of changing everybody. Like they're not like the normal child soldiers, like you know, like every other squad is. Like this squad, this group of kids is totally different from everybody else. 
So like uh so the doctor decides to, you know, unbeknownst to them, they're basically part of a Truman show esque experiment. Um, yeah. they don't have any more handlers. Yeah, they're essentially playing house. They're playing house basically. <laughs> they they're yeah, they're developing their teenage feelings. And you know they don't have any more handlers. They do get food supplies though. They get they get like rations or whatever, but they're they're left to fend for themselves. Like they don't even know what's going on. They're like you know the handlers stop coming, the food keeps coming, but you know nobody's to wash our clothes, nobody fixes our meals. Uh, what are we gonna do? So you know I kind of like that. I kind of I kind of like that. Now it's making them like you got to fend for yourself now. Like this, like this is gonna really show. If you know, may, maybe this could be the gateway into letting these kids become adults. Maybe. Yeah, which is where I'm like, how do you let them become adults? I'm like, uh, but apparently they have like some type of shortened lifespan because they are pilots. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So from and then um uh, and so I'm still trying to I'm still trying to understand more about the whole intention of them having the uh what's it, the crevasse grande or whatever that is like. I don't yeah. really understand what what the deal with that is. I mean, I'm guessing they're gonna flesh it out later on. But <clears throat> you see the uh, the popes; they're talking about they have control of that. Now I don't know what that is. Maybe some kind of energy source. I don't know. But they're doing something up underground. But they only show us a glimpse of that because this episode is all about the interaction and the growth with the squad. And um. So you know everything's peachy. Like uh, I mean, Hero and Zero Two are getting along very well, very much yeah, in love. Super well. Very much in love. I love how uh, human they made Zero Two in like this episode. Zero Two is just like she's just like one of the girls now. Like she's yeah, she's in, like genuinely happy. Like she like <laughs> she is just like I mean they taking like baths together. She's like uh, tickling there and shit. I'm like what? So they back to the the overtly perverted stuff <laughs> that yeah. has back. I mean, they, they took a break from that <laughs> and it got serious. And now, like you can tell, once the perverted stuff starts back, that the serious seriousness level is way down because <laughs> she's taking a bath with all of them. And like, I like the part where she just with hero about no peeking or whatever. Because like, basically, that was their, that was their first, first, first first again first interaction is she sees her naked bathing in the river so yeah that's kind of crazy that she was just like no peeking whatever this time which is kind of fun and uh you know that was kind of dope and what is going on with uh with um, Mitsuru and uh Coco well no not, not Co- even Mitsuru like I I see and Coco and was Coco with uh Zarame is she with him no, Kokoro, like she's with um, she's partners with uh Mitsuru, the dude with the brown hair, short guy. Yeah, yo, I, I know, I know who Mitsuru is, but is uh, I thought who is the partner with uh, with the uh, short kid Zarame? Who's his partner? I thought she was his partner. Dang. No, dang, who is his partner? She, I think, I think he's partners with uh, what's that girl named? The other, the other girl with uh, dark blue hair. Cause, cause, that because he yeah Miss Rue's partners with her because she she wants Ichigo, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. She she she's, uh, she wants Ichigo. Uh, did you notice? Did you notice that part in uh in the ending? Was that the ending where uh, she had uh, she had Ichigo up against the wall like they were kissing? Who the uh, the chick the one, the other one with the glasses? Talking about I- Ikuno? 
Yeah, you didn't see that that little like when they were. Uh... Wait, I got to go watch that. I didn't you see didn't that. See that it, was, it was like hey, it was spicy like that. What a... it, was like, it was like a it was like a she was either daydreaming or it was like an ending. It was like on the ending song or something like that. Like it was showing like a little. Oh, it was like during the ending scene. Yeah, like in the song or whatever, and like she legit had Ichigo up against the wall, like kissing her. Dang, son, that sounds kind of like yeah. I, and I was just like, yo, she wants Ichigo. Like I knew she was. I knew. I thought she was just like, you know, what I'm saying whatever. But I didn't know she like wanted Ichigo. I'm like, yo, dang, it's a lot of dang. It's a lot. There's going a lot on. of stuff going on with that. Like there's like, a lot of triangles and squares going on. <laughs> like they exploring a lot of stuff in this shit. Like this, this show is like this show is really it's good. The, like the stuff that yeah. they're going into right now. Like yeah, it's a nice mix up from your typical shonen. Like I like stuff like this. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> it's just like damn. Like she is obviously what's her name? Uh, I think it's Ukado. Is this the golden glasses? Yeah. Okay, so so uh, so let's see. So Zerome and Miku. They pilot together, uh, Mitsuru and Kokoro. So is that Kokoro? No, yeah, Kokoro's on the the long uh, blonde hair. Or like, I think it's pink. Maybe I don't know. You know, anime be weird. <laughs> I thought it was freaking. Uh... Okay, so yeah, it is, so it is a Kuno. So it is a Kuno. So uh, yeah. So yeah, she. So yeah, she's in love with her. But uh, so she. So she was piloting with uh, with Mitsuru, but. Now she's piloting with uh, Hitoshi because uh, she wants to. Kokoro wants to um, wants to pilot with Mitsuru, so they end up swapping. So that's why they that, end up swapping or whatever. That's why the mo- yeah, that's the blonde hair chicken. That's why they, yeah, they uh, get a little spicy in that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was all crying and shit. But I mean, th- this episode was a lot of them just they basically learning how to take care of themselves. Like I like I like uh I like that they went fishing. That shit was dope because like fucking zero two caught like uh she caught like what fifteen fish I think um yeah. I think the I think uh the big homie the big homie uh Goro caught what thirteen or something like that and then fucking hero uh scrub the dub dub didn't catch anything <laughs> but uh so yeah and then they like and like so you know they they and then they like damn what are we gonna do with it so then they go pull out cooking books. These motherfuckers cook their own dinner and everything. So like they they read cookbooks and they learn how to cook, and they cook their own meal. And like, cause I mean, I think they were eating like I think uh I think they were eating like rations or whatever. Like zero two was serving yeah. up rations or whatever, shit like that. They were eating that, but then they make their own first home cooked meal. Like they cook the fish and everything else. And uh, an- another good another good scene that I like was uh the scene between uh. You know, Zerome and fucking Satoshi because the ongoing theme in this is Satoshi's on a diet. So I'm guessing he feel like if he diets, he'll get Kokoro back. I think. Yeah, I think that's his whole yeah. So that's crazy. So and fucking come to find out, fucking <laughs> Fatoshi is fucking bulimic. So this motherfucker's eating food and throwing it up. It's crazy. Like this show Dude, just calls him out. Yeah, Zerome just called him out, like, and you know, because they're not really supposed to show. They don't have emotions. They don't really have emotions, but and this this shit kind of got this shit kind of got me too. Kind of feel some kind of way because Zerome starts crying yeah. because he genuinely cares about Fatoshi. Like, 
Yeah, I'm kind of like, like mm. <laughs> you don't have to do that. You like, you know, don't don't throw up your food. Like, you need to eat to survive, whatever. They have their little thing, and and uh, you yeah, know. that got a little awkward. She was like, that it's fun to eat all. I was like, Ugh. that got a little awkward. But you know what? It's all about growth. It's showing growth because yeah. the Romeo as a character was kind of fucking irritating before yeah, this point. But- Little whiny baby, I'm like whiny, like ah, oh, fuck, he got on my damn nerves. He's so fucking cocky. He's such a dick to to hero, and I'm glad that they are. And, and you can kind of see the path that this show's headed on is because they were all pretty much just one note. Like they didn't have any. Like the only person that had any kind of emotion was zero two. Zero two, yeah. Zero, and and then Ichigo started getting flashes, but she was just overall bitchiness and jealous jealousiness. So that was her emotion, but everybody else didn't really have emotion like that. And now everybody's like, everybody in their feels, it's feels. So yeah, motherfuckers fucking love. They want to have sex. Everything. A lot of feels. Oh, whoa, 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 for it. You. I mean, they do. They do. They don't, don't they? I mean, I don't even think they know what sex is, bro. They they just the girl, the girl. Ikuno has the baby book. <laughs> that, that, that bitch been reading that book since <laughs> eleven. <laughs> like every, whenever they went to the beach, she's been reading that damn baby book since then. So she knows where babies come from. They trying to have sex. They don't, they already have sex anyway when they potting in the frame. <laughs> they have sex. They just don't know what to do outside of the frame. But, yeah, yeah, you right, bro. But peep, peep so did you peep zero? Did you peep hero in the room with zero two at the end? Like, I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers oh, yeah. in the room now. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> like, bro. I'm like, like, they just like, came all the way up, just like you know what? Yeah. We together now, goddamn it. I yeah, feel I was like, like you said you love me. I said I love you, so you mine now. We together, yeah. so yeah, they in the room. I don't know, they sleep in the same room. But everybody else was asleep or in bed, and they was in the room together talking. So I don't know. Do with that what you will. But I'm gonna say they sleep in the same room together. But uh, you know, this episode really, uh, I like. I like that it's setting up. You know what's coming soon. Yeah, because like- they're, uh, they're part of the ongoing experiment, basically. So yeah. hope we get to see more of this stuff. And uh, I'm thinking maybe we see maybe like another episode or two of this, and then there's gonna be some kind of threat coming. Yeah, no, it's already there, bro. Um, remember at the end, they seen that giant uh Kilogosaur like looking through like the glass window. That's what that you know. Yeah, what I bro. Even, I seen them looking up, but I ain't know the hell they was looking at. Like I can't really. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so yes, yeah, so, I mean, sure, I guess um, I guess the uh, yeah. playing house is cut short because it's time to get it on. Which is kind of sad because I want to see what's going on between Mitsuru and Coco, bro. I want to see because yeah, she, she shaped the nigga up and then she got my line up and everything. Sorry, like, I don't understand. Nah, she like kissed him too. Bro. I was like, oh snap! Yeah, well, no, nah, that wasn't even Conqueror. That was that was no, nah, that was no, that was Conqueror, bro. bro. Conqueror. Yeah, keep, bro. I keep getting her mixed up with in, the, in the uh, middle of the there. yeah, in, in a little in the middle of the haircut greenhouse. Yeah, like... in a little greenhouse shit. She, she, you know, saying she shaked him up or whatever, and uh, she kissed him, and that nigga was just like, oh, he like. It, it's a lot of like they developing a lot of stuff. Fat like these emotions yeah. that's. Em- emanating from Hero and Zero Two is just like spreading up everybody. Yeah. So, and they ain't everybody's catching the feels, bro. Everybody catching <laughs> the feelings because God is like, you know, this experiment 
We need to keep it going. And then what's up? And he watching it, bro. He watching it. And the other chick is like, I don't understand why this, this, and that. He's like, bitch, look, just watch. You're going to mess up the experiment. So <laughs> hopefully they'll keep letting them fend for themselves or whatever and see what they do. But um, I'm, I'm guessing next episode we're going to get back to it because uh, yeah. they got a fucking huge ass clock store for uh, yeah. Zero Two and Hero to kill by themselves because don't nobody yeah. else can help. And I think <laughs> the main theme for this episode for me was like, that they realized they had a life outside of like piling the Franks. They was like, you know what, we can do other stuff besides just kill. Yeah, people. exactly. Kill like, like, yeah, like, like that's not our lot in life is to pile these shits and die. We yeah. have to do other stuff. So I, I like, uh, I like. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad it was came back. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, when does it come out? Was it come on Saturday? Come tomorrow? It when does, does it come on? I think it does come on. I think, I think it does come on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it comes out Saturday, at like twelve, twelve thirty. So far away, but yeah. So uh, that is gonna do it for Darling in the Franks episode sixteen, the Playhouse episode. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're coming back with some. um, And I want to do that yet. Let's let's just do Black Clover. Let's just keep the uh, the, uh, you know saying the interesting house kind of stuff going because this episode was fucking weird as shit. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, uh, we'll be back with that. We'll be back with Black Clover right after this. <laughs> All right, Black Clover, episode thirty. Oh man, Gauche. Adlai. <laughs> Freaking and weirdo, bro. Weirdo. This motherfucker has a little sister complex for his baby sister, Marie. I don't know what the hell Black Clover is getting at with this. I mean, I thought this shit was weird since before. Nah, now, this is this getting uncomfortable, fam. Now, I'm totally creeped out by this motherfucker. So, uh, like I said, they still on, they still on vacation, pretty much. They still on break, so uh, Aster's like, uh, he's gonna go highlight his girl. <laughs> he's gonna go play with uh, play with her and her uh, her siblings or whatever. And uh, Rebecca, he's gonna he's gonna go visit Rebecca and play with her sisters. And uh, <laughs> this this episode just that's how it starts out. Um, gotcha is uh, he's going he has some time off. He just got paid. And uh, I think it's what Marie's birthday is coming up. No, nah, it's her. It's her birthday. Yeah, it's, Marie, it's Marie's birthday, so he's going to see her. He just got paid. He's going to buy as many damn gifts as he can. So bro. I think these people in the in the shop know they know him, him, bro. And they just fucking sell out the whole shop. Like he got played. Dog. It was so funny. He got played like a month. And so craziest, he basically buys out the whole shop. The craziest part is he envisions her playing with every toy for he buys. Like, yeah, let me get five of those. He has like a crazy nosebleed. I'm like, fam, this oh guy. Yeah, this dude so weird. So he fucks up his whole check in the toy store for Marie. And uh he's going to go see and everybody's in the town looking like they know who he is. They know he they know he he has a sister complex. I don't know. But uh he walks up on him and who do you see playing with his little sister Marie? After this motherfucker loses it, like he loses it, he's just crazy. So I'm just like, and After doesn't even know that that that's Marie. He doesn't like he's never seen her. Like I guess 
the dude, I guess Gotti was showing pictures or whatever, but I mean, like, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know it's her. And uh, so, it's crazy. And uh, he just goes into, like, total rage mode because Marie has a damn crush on Asta. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. He walks in and she's like, I'm going to marry him. And he just... <laughs> that motherfucker, take, he took it all the way personally. He's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> And uh, so, and, and and this leads up into us showing his uh, his magic. He 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 uses mirrors. So basically, he kind of like can create like a clone of himself or whatever, something like that. Which is uh, which is kind of cool. It, it's it's cool magic, but I mean, the reason he's using the magic is totally not cool at all. Like he's. Uh, I don't know. Like he, he's like yeah. shooting like mirror beams at him. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so his his whole goal is to kill Aster right at this point. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. The interaction between him and the sister that was funny because she was like, she was going at it with his ass. Like she was on it. She was on his ass. Like for real, <laughs> they were going back and forth. He was like, I kill you, and then like Aster's like, Why are you talking to? Old people like that or whatever, like elders like that or whatever. So that was kind of cool because, like, and then and then the funny part is, Ass is calling this motherfucker weird the whole time. Like he's like, sister coming for he's like weird. That was funny. So he's calling him weird the whole time, and like this motherfucker is just totally pissed off. Like he's getting cut. Like this dude's getting like his nose is cut. Like he his nose bleeds so much to where he can't even bleed anymore. It's, that's fucking so weird. Like anybody that knows anime. You know, if you've seen Master Roshi fucking nose blood dusting his nose, you know why. And this motherfucker busting nose bleeds because of his sister. That's a little kid. Fam. Kind of crazy. That goes, that goes back this, to that whole Japanese yeah, they just, kid thing. I, yeah. I could do what I, I could do what I've seen any more of that. I'm good. Um, I'm yeah. glad they went ahead and wrapped that up to the, pretty much in this right here, but Back to Rebecca. So, Rebecca is, you know, she tells Aster, you can spend the night. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, Aster's so fucking clueless to this shit, too, man. Yeah, he's just makes it super that bad, Yeah. He's just, like, totally oblivious. Does everyone else know? All the kids know? Like, so you gonna All marry Aster? Like, are you gonna marry him or whatever? One of the kids was like, fam, you gonna jump on him tonight? I was like, whoa, wait Whoa, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna jump him? And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, what? Is she gonna do what to him? Like, oh my god! Like, are they serious right now? Like, the little kids know about this? This shit was crazy. So, I mean, basically, that's that's what the episode is, and it's setting up for another good, another good little uh, villain, villain um, showcase. Because uh, as they're sleeping, uh, she she gets up. The baby's in the crib. She gets up to go. I guess go check on. Check on them. I guess Asta's in the room with her brothers or whatever. So she goes to check on them, and the kids are gone. You see the kids like it's snowing, yeah. and it's like fucking summer. It's like what spring or summer or something. Yeah, no, it's like in any event, it's, it shouldn't be. It snowing. shouldn't be snowing. God dang it! <laughs> it shouldn't be snowing. Yeah. They they know it shouldn't be snowing, but it's snowing. So you see a lot of kids um, start coming out of houses or whatever, and they're just walking in the snow, just out of town. And uh, oh, why this is going on? You got your boy Gooch like hovering over Asta as he's sleeping. Yeah, he's still trying to kill. He's still trying to kill Asta with mirror magic. They fucking blow. They fucking blow a hole in the wall or whatever. And uh, Rebecca's like, "What are you doing?" 
And she's like, the kids are missing. And so, boom. And then even even his sweet little Marie is gone, too. Like, all the kids in the town, this fucking Pied Piper dude has walked all the kids out of town or whatever. And he's like, now you're all going to be my friends or whatever. This is also creepy. This is a creepy that, episode. This is a creepy-ass episode. <laughs> this shit is weird as hell. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty much the gist of that episode. I'm guessing it's going to get into some good fights. Because uh, Gosh is gonna have to plug his nose up so they can he can find Maria or whatever. He has somebody to hate besides Aster, which I don't think he's ever gonna start hating Aster now that that nah. he wants to marry him. It's pretty much gonna be on site between them or whatever. But uh, I don't think Gosh, I don't think Gosh want those problems with Aster. He really does. Because he and then like you know in the little petite clover little ant shit, she was telling him to spin her around like Aster. This motherfucker had to create a damn. Clone and he was spinning himself around. That shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was funny. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, so it ends. The Pied Piper dude, the um, Snowy Pied Piper, is walking all the kids out of town, and so now they all gotta go find the kids. And I'm guessing that's what they're gonna be doing in the next episode. But uh, yeah, overall, a weird ass fucking episode, man. Like it was, it was, it was. It had it had funny parts, like you know, saying the interaction is funny, but the overall tone. It's just weird as fuck with gotcha in the in the nosebleeds for Maria. It's crazy. It's crazy. But um yeah, that's that's gonna be it for Black Clover, uh episode thirty. Um so yeah, we're gonna take a break and then uh yep. we're gonna come back with uh I think we're gonna do Megalobox. All right. About that. So yeah, we'll be right back. All right, we're back and uh we're gonna introduce a new show. That uh, we haven't covered um, on here yet, which uh, you know I, I got into because of because of um, my friend Dion here told me to go ahead and check it out, which I did. And granted, it's it's not a lot it's, of episodes; it's only five. It's episodes fairly new, here. yeah. It's really new. So if you want to jump in, I would suggest you do. Um, hopefully, hearing us talk about this episode will make you watch the other ones, and you'll want to catch up. But we're just gonna go ahead and just uh just do a little brief overview and then we'll kinda touch on the latest episode. Or you know what, maybe we won't do that. Maybe we'll just talk about it in general for Yeah, let's bit. give a just brief give, synopsis. Yeah, just a little yeah. brief synopsis or whatever. So since you started watching this first, you kinda go ahead and uh, and set it up. Pretty much, um the story revolves around the main character. He doesn't they only say his name, but we just gonna call him they give him a, a like a code name which is Joe. And yeah. pretty much, he's uh, they're in like this post, like futuristic. It's kind of like same, pretty much. It's like this around the same like era as like Cowboy People. I want to say it's, it's the same anime anime style and everything. But yeah, yeah. It's like um, so it's kind of like that futuristic, but at the same time like retro. And pretty much, he's a boxer, but it's like they use like these little like augmented like arms and stuff like that. I guess well, to give him more gear. power. They call it yeah. gear, right? Yeah, I was like, I really concept, but they call it instead of boxing, it's called megalo boxing. Okay, mm-hmm. but what gets me is like the music is great. It's like got a little jazz vibe to it. The animation is amazing. The storytelling is really good too. Uh, and the main character is pretty good too. Like he ain't the regular like uh, he ain't your regular Joe. He's like he ain't taking nothing from nobody. He's kind of a loner a little bit. Regular and Joe, and pretty regular. much. The show starts off like he he boxes, but he's kind of like um, kind of like in like the junior league, and he kind of like 
loses on purpose to gain money or whatnot. But you can tell guy actually has some pretty good skills. He's a fall guy, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much like I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, but that's pretty much stuff, man. But, uh, I, I say just give it a chance. Watch the first episode, and I guarantee you'll be hooked. Just yeah, yeah, that. that's that's how it was for me. I was like, you know, and like uh, you told me to watch, it, and I was like, hey, you know what? I was watching some stuff. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. And I think when I started watching, it was only on episode one through three, maybe. I think yeah. I want to say one through three where I started watching it. But I mean, once once I started, I was like, I was hooked because the art style. Yeah, the animation is so fun. Like, it, like, I, like I said, if you like if you like Cowboy Bebop, then you are really gonna. I'm love this. almost ninety nine percent positive it's the same artist who did Cowboy Bebop, and uh, also they did what they, they did Michigo and Hatching, which is also really amazing. You can check that one out. Check okay. that out. Yeah, the, the, yeah, like so that art style, like so. Yeah, you said if you if you like Cowboy Bebop, art style for purely artistic. If you like that, then you're really gonna love yeah. this. Um, if you like Thunderbolt, then you're gonna love the music. Yeah, if you like Samurai exactly. Champlo, if you like Samurai Champlo, you're gonna yeah, like the music. The music, the music and art, like that, really draws me into anime. That, like if, that's if, what got me. Off rip, if I if I enjoy like the animation, it's beautiful. I watch it just to watch the animation, and if yeah, the storyline, exactly. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> but yeah, just the animation. The animation man. is great, and like I said, I like music, like. I like yeah. the, I like the Thunderbolt series because I love that kind of jazzy kind of music vibe or whatever, yeah. and then it kind of hits me with like and once and once I started getting the the Samurai Champlo vibes from the music, I definitely wasn't going anywhere then because fucking yeah. Samurai Champlo is like one of my t- my top three hands down yeah. favorite anime ever. So yeah. yeah, that music and like that music just kind of draws you in because like you said, it's a, it's kind of a post apocalyptic kind of. Not so much apocalyptic, but you know, it's kind of like it's futuristic, kind of dystopian. I want to say dystopian, kind of like that. <clears throat> and uh, like I said, Joe basically he's fucking he's a fall guy. Like he they bet on the matches, and he fucking takes a dive. So he takes a dive <laughs> in each match. That's basically what he is. He's a punching bag, and they're like, hey, you know what? You're gonna lose in this round. And uh, and and you know, like I said, we don't want to get too much away, but I mean, you're gonna you're going to. Uh, you're going to either fall in love with these characters from the beginning or, you know, if you don't love them by the end of episode one, you're really going to love them and really connect with them by episode two because they totally, my whole idea what I, of the Pops character totally just flipped around because I was just like, this is a fuck. This is a douchebag. Yeah, this, right. yeah, this, this is trash. This is trash right now. So, once you once you make it past the first episode, which I don't think you'll have any issue because fucking Joe is, you know what I'm saying? And he's Junkyard Dog first, JD, Junkyard Dog. So he's fucking, like, he's a beast. So once, like, if you like action, stuff like that, like, oh, you know what's something else that, not so much the art style, but just the whole concept. If you've ever watched Baki the Grappler, then you're going to like this. Yeah. Cause it kind it kind of gave me some Baki the Grappler vibes too, just so much of the fighting. Cause I used to love Baki; they used to be my shit. Yeah, it but, gets uh, the more yeah. into fighting as like it progresses, like episode four and five. But yeah, episode four and five, good. it starts getting you know, what I'm saying a little bit more technical. But I mean, you can already see from the beginning that that Joe has skills. Like he has, he has talent, he has skills, and you know, 
like I said, you if you're looking for something new to watch, because I mean it's stuff to watch, but it's it's so far in between that you know unless you just save everything for one day and then you just watch everything, it's gaps. Because like I know I, I watch all my Boruto, Black Clover stuff. Like that's what I'll be watching when I get up in the morning. That's what I watch. Um, so you know if you if you have some, and I think the episodes of this come out on Thursday. I think. Yeah, it's somewhere, some midweek, but yeah. I think, I, think, I think it's Thursday, because I was looking yeah. at it, it's Thursday. So, that comes out on Thursday. So, you know, if you want to save it till Saturday, you want to just have your uh, My Hero, Megalobox, uh, Darling in the Franks um, kind of day, then you might want to do that. But uh, I'll definitely suggest you checking out Megalobox, because I don't have anything negative to say about this anime. Like it's fucking amazing. Yeah, me either. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it to keep going because, like, you know, it's really getting interesting now. Like episode five, I'm just like, yeah, you see it. Like episode yeah. five, I was like, yo, yeah, bro. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> yo, I'm like, what? I'm like, damn. So yeah, like it'll have you on the edge of your seat. So definitely, if you like fighting type stuff, more realistic fighting type stuff, boxing or whatever, then you definitely gonna like Mega Low Box because that shit is bomb. But um, so yeah, that's that's that. So yeah, we will uh, and going forward, we will be reviewing Mega Low Box. We add that to our uh, to our reviews. Because uh, you need to hear about it, and I hope this makes you want to go out and watch it. And you can comment on either one of our pages or on the Totally Geeked Out podcast Instagram page, uh, just on whatever. Just say, hey, you know what? You guys got me to watch Megalobox, and I fucking love it. And that would make me very happy because that is why we do this. Not only because we love anime, but because, you know, a lot of people like anime, but a lot of people don't watch a lot of different stuff. They watch, you know what I'm saying? Just the normal stuff that they know about. Everybody knows about Boruto. And uh, definitely everybody knows about My Hero. But I mean, it's so much other good stuff that you can watch. And Megalobox is definitely going to be in my top rotation. Yes, please give it a try. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be um, be uh, in my top rotation after, um, you know, right after uh, My Hero and... Uh, I think I think I think just just the third side. I think my top three right now is probably gonna be my hero and uh Shokugeki no Soma. They're like tied for number one. Uh Darling and the Franks number two. Ain't gotta put Black Clover over Borto. Yeah. But, uh, but Megalobox is definitely I should, I might I might put Megalobox before Black Clover. Just, they don't have enough episodes right now, but once, I must once say, the episodes come out, mm, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like, yeah. I like I'm Black Clover, but episodes. I mean, you know, I don't I'm want to be for the system. Yeah. Only reason I'm <laughs> saying I'm not going to put it over because I know it's about to happen there in, in Black Clover and it's about to get real. So I can't put it over. Well, just yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like I said, these these lists are fluid. They do change because uh, based on what's happening at the time, they change. But I mean, I'd have to. I so I would put Megalobox and Black Clover, both of them above Boruto, definitely. Um, I won't. I won't. Boruto won't move in the standards until after this fucking uh, after that, they done with the movie. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. After that shit, then I'll be willing to be like go back into Boruto with like fresh eyes because. Yeah, the right now for that is getting crazy, but right now, um, Megalobox is definitely ticking all my uh, 
I, I love it. So yeah, definitely um give that a try. Go watch it. And um that's gonna do it for that. And then we're gonna finish all these reviews with uh Shokugeki no Soma Food Wars because that shit is banging right now. We got two episodes uh to talk about that were pretty good, pretty good setups, and uh we're gonna talk about that right after this. All right, guys, and we are back to finish off the weekend anime reviews with our favorite Food Wars. Oh, yeah. It's lit. It's definitely lit. Man. Uh, <laughs> woo! I don't know, man. It's, uh, <laughs> this, I mean, these motherfuckers really trying to bring, I mean, like, they really trying to bring Summer come down, but he, he can't be stopped, man. But, I don't know, bro. Spice got my yeah, I mean, his number, I mean, bro. We're gonna get into that. Like just, just offhand, you would assume that he can't be stopped, but <laughs> he's going up against Hayami, and uh, that shit, uh, that that kind of, even though I know he can't lose. That's the only, yeah, that's the only, that's the only thing. He's he like, yeah, he's the main character. Plot he's the main character. He can't lose. But I want somebody to lose. Like I'm hoping. Oh, no, not everybody gonna make it, bro. I hope. I want. I want. I want. I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> I know one of the Aldinis is gonna be gone. One of the Aldini. One. Of, I think the fat Aldini brothers is gonna be gone. Oh no, nah, that's my favorite man. Not that. <laughs> He's gonna be gone, though. I'm sorry. He got I I know I know some of the polls start doing tour. They're gonna they're gonna be cut because they are right, but they ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they ain't all that. yeah they I'm ain't sure they can do like some shuckle gecky and they'll get everybody back in. So but yeah, some people gonna take some L's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they taking they gonna get the fucking elite ten. They taking L's. Like fucking who's going who's going against Rindo? Uh what's uh, what's her name? They who's gonna get Rindo song? So the the uh, skinny Aldini brother and uh, Megumi are going against Rindo son, and uh, she ain't she she don't fuck around basically, like she ain't playing. But I kind of feel like she's not really that. I kind of feel like she's not really that bad, but she's just like I mean she's always been in the lead ten anyway, so she's just kind of like she just wants to battle. Yeah. But I, I I ain't never seen her be like really bad or whatever. But uh, you know so. The really the real star of this right because they touch on that but they they don't really go into it but basically what it is is Hayame versus Somakun and the fucking battle is bear meat. What in the fuck? <laughs> I've never had. I'm like bear meat, bro. I'm like, do you do people even eat bear meat? I, yeah, I think people do eat bear meat because like cause like Man. we've always said. Food Wars is so grounded. Food Wars is grounded in so much reality when it comes to cooking as far as like the type of stuff they cook and technique is grounded really, really, uh, really based in reality. And I know people eat bear meat. Like, I think I've seen bear jerky somewhere. I've been to a lot of weird food places, and I do mean a lot. (laughs) I've never seen... Well, no, I know I I tell you, but I I definitely seen uh, bear jerky I seen, I know, I seen bear jerky, but I ain't seen nobody like. Never seen bear steak. Never yeah, seen I'm, I'm seen, I never seen bear the way that they're gonna cook it, like the kind of meat that they got, like they got like loin and everything else. Bear ribs and all type of. I'm like, uh, you know what? I haven't tried it yet, so I'm I'm not gonna completely knock it out. It might be 
Might be good. <laughs> yeah, so they uh their battle is uh bear and which apparently is crazy gaming and hard to uh, deal with. <laughs> you you would assume that it definitely is very gaming. <laughs> like you think bear and you just like you can smell a bear. Like, I don't know if anyone's been. You can smell a bear before you see it, which is kind of bad. And uh, yeah, so then we get to see uh, the Dojima sign. He's back, and uh, he is judging the uh, the uh, battle, and uh, which is dope because we haven't seen him since shit, since what the uh... yeah when they was doing the the camp. Yeah, we haven't seen him since. Damn, it's been that long. He didn't come back. I don't think he came back after that. I thought for some reason. Uh, I think he might be right. I don't know. I, I, I can't right. remember, but either way it go, it's been a while since we've seen him. So uh, he's back to judge the uh, battle between um, Soma and Hayame. So it won't be any kind of uh, any kind of uh, you know saying cheating going on or whatever, which. I mean, I don't think Hayame would cheat anyway, but still, you know what I'm saying? Central, they're trying, they trying to get them guys up out of there. So, you never know what Central got going on. But, um, so that way, it's going to be a, a fair fight between uh, Hayame and uh, Soma. And, you know, and from all intents and purposes, it's just like Hayame's done like a fucking full 180 to a total dick. But, and, and like, and then that's in episode 15, so you don't even really know what's going on with him until the next episode, because it's just like, okay, he just, he's with Central now. And uh, we get to see our boy from the uh, from the Chinese um, Chinese studies uh, thing. I don't know, but he's... He, he was what, uh, he was what, uh, 10th seat or whatever? He was a 10th seat? Yeah. Was he, he was, yeah, he was a 10th seat or whatever. Yeah. But that was a dude that, that uh, someone went up against in the, uh, the what is it, the moon festival shit or whatever the little yeah. festival he had to cook against that's what he went against and so this motherfucker comes and believe it or not he is here to help Soma with so, any reason he <laughs> just off right the kinds of his heart <laughs> no this motherfucker got kicked out he got booted out the elite team <laughs> and he's salty and so basically he wants he wants Soma to challenge Hayame to a shokugeki so uh he can he can basically he wants he wants someone to get the ninth seat so he can get the tenth seat and then he thinks he's gonna beat someone to get the ninth seat or whatever. So he want his whole thing is he wants someone to, to challenge uh instead of making it just an advancement exam, he wants to challenge he wants them to make it a Sakugeki. Yeah. So I'm just I mean and then as he said that, I thought about it, I'm like he might as well do it because either fucking way you lose, you get kicked out. So why not make yeah. it a circle jacket? Go all the way. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's enough. It, it's nothing to gain from Hayame doing it though. So that's probably why they didn't press that any further because he would have to lose something in order, you know what I'm saying, to do that. Yeah. But that would have been, that would have been, I would love for them to do that. But I mean, it, it would have been too easy for someone to get a seat on the Elite 10. And I don't think they're ready for him to have that yet. So that's kind of why they, they teased it, but then they kind of went away from it because he actually doesn't mention it again at all. Well, he does mention it, but he's kind of like, why didn't you do it? So uh, the whole thing with it, so the bear meat, really gamey, um, has a really strong smell to it. And so I think they get three days to prepare for the battle. 
and like they get three days to test recipes or whatever. So Hayami already has this shit now. He's like, you know what? Hope you uh hope you take your time or whatever. This is not because you're not gonna have an easy time testing the meat or whatever. And so that's when we get to see Soma doing some test recipes or whatever. And he's just like, no sense. So he's like, it's so gamey. It smells so much. So this whole thing is basically taking a balance between uh flavor and kind of much. They they're saying you got to tame the Akuma, or uh, is it a cure? Is it, it's a Akuma, right? It's a Kuma. So, oh yeah, because that that thing is Japanese for bear, I think, or something like Kuma. Yeah. Kuma. Kuma is like Japanese for bear, or whatever. So you got to tame, you got to tame it or whatever. And uh, you basically see him trying to find a way to uh, kind of temper the gaminess, but also boost the flavor. So they end up um, going and and like I said, him and the uh, in the Chinese society or whatever, they're all there. <laughs> They are squatted up, so they go into the mountains to kind of go into the bear's habitat or whatever. So they do that, and then they hear the uh, they got like a guide instructor that's talking to him or whatever. He's dropping knowledge unbeknownst to Soma at the at this point, but he's dropping jewels on him. So they go do that, and uh, they're looking for like uh, he finds like some berries, some other stuff, and that's kind of how he comes to his first part of his recipe. Like I think it's like. Shira sour berries or something like that. So he's has this berry that's gonna kind of temper out the meat or whatever. So he's building. So someone's fucking amazing. So everything that he runs into, he has some kind of recipe from the fucking diner that they done before. So they fucking cook everything there, apparently. So uh, he has he has the recipe from the diner that he's gonna make it. You know, he does like a lot of home style cooking or whatever. So. He's already come up with some kind of recipe that he's going to do. And, uh, you know, so he's just, so that episode ends with them testing the recipe or whatever. And then, uh, what did they go through with that episode? The episode 17, the next one, uh, tight, tight rope between, uh, flavor or whatever. So there, what, like a, that? So you're coming up to, I think the episode starts with like a day before the actual, uh, contest or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like a day before that or whatever. So they're getting ready to to do that. And uh, he's still testing the recipe because he's still having issues. Like, he's like, damn it, this isn't working. I need to do, I need to boost it up with this. And so, you know, so they're still, uh, and that's when they start going about the berries and stuff like that. And uh, he's like, you know, you got to temper. So so his recipe is coming along, but, you know, it's still, it still needs work. Working the kinks up. He's working the kinks out. And like Hayame, he's flexing on. He's like, "Oh well, you know, I already I've got been done, bro. <laughs> I've been done. Like you know, so you still working? Like, like you can't. I'm not the same chef that I was when I went against you. Like, I'm not. I'm not that chef. So, uh, and that, and this, and this is how we get into the backstory of what's going on with um, Hayame. So we're like, everybody's like, "What the fuck did they do to turn Hayame into what he is now?" And basically, it's you know, it's a, uh, it's um basically what it is is he Azame did something to where you know he is he holding June hostage or something like that or like no, he's he not holding her hostage, but he's holding all their like research hostage. Research, he's holding their research. And he canceled hostage. out all their sponsors. <laughs> so so they so they he's can't they really can't they can't leave Central. Like June can't leave Central because. 
It's like, if y'all leave, y'all ain't got shit because y'all ain't got no more sponsors. And we got all y'all fucking years and years. Like, he's been working with June since he was a fucking kid. So all that research, he has all that shit. He's like, you know, you're trying to leave. I'm going to destroy the research. So he's pretty much got him by the balls, basically. So he has motivation to, to join Central and do whatever. So he won his he won his seat on the Elite Ten. Uh, which is, you know, just goes to show that, I mean, in the Autumn Festival, like, they was right up there in the top three. So, you know, he won. He won the Autumn Festival, right? Did he win? Yeah, yeah, he, he did beat us. He beat uh boy. So, yeah, he, I guess he did win. Yeah, so he, he won He won the Autumn Festival. So, you know, and at that point, everybody was cool. But, you know, it's like everybody's been doing their own shit since the Autumn Festival. And, you know. They were all cool because I mean he was helping Alice and I. Oh yeah, and so the judge is uh. So yeah, we'll get to that part. But um, you know he had helped Alice and uh and uh what's his name? What's his name? Rizuki or whatever? Raya? I can't think of his name. Yeah, Ray, fish yeah. dude. Talking about the fish guy, yeah. Yeah, fish guy. So they they worked as a team during the uh during the little moon festival thing or whatever. So you know everything was still cool. So shit was all good just a week ago before. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Azame, Nakiri came back or whatever and pretty much flipped everything. So fucking now he's, you know what I'm saying? He's joined Central. I want to say, I want to say he joined them reluctantly, but like now he's kind of like, he's kind of with it now. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so, he's not with it. He's kind of, he has goals and it kind of, he has to like do what to do to get to get his goals done. So. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, he's he, he's doing it begrudgingly, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not going to lose either. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. This, that's what this impasse is. Like, Summer is going to lose and Hayami is going to lose. And he's just like, this is just a checkpoint. Yeah. So, you know, Dojima pretty much pretty much spills the beans about everything. He brings them up to speed on the why this is. All that shit still ain't going to make fucking Summer back down. He's like, you know what? Well, you're going to lose. <laughs> so, which I thought was fucking cold as fuck. He called him like, punk, he, so he was like, oh, you just gave up? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He pretty, yeah, he pretty much, he, yeah, he, he punked them, which was crazy. I'm just like, damn, someone's talking cash shit right now. And I'm like, he already know how y'all man ain't no joke, so <clears throat> you really finna talk crazy before the battle? <laughs> But that's just summer. So, you know, everybody saw like Hayama, he's got his recipe. His shit is down packed. Uh Soma, he's finally has his recipe together. And uh it's time for the battle. And the judges are gonna be these two uh these two girls, which are like uh they have like uh they, they're like what psych they like study like uh psychology or whatever, something like that. Yeah, they pretty much it. they got really good taste buds, pretty much. Yeah, they, they got they got like I don't say they got the guy tongue, but they kind of like, they kind of like can tell the the correlation between like food and like neurology or whatever. And and the other judge is fucking Alice's dad, which is Azami's brother. Which is crazy, because he's nothing like that, but you know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, I don't care about things. He's like, I'm going to I'm gonna judge it, you know what I'm saying, fairly. Like I'm not I'm not on no bullshit. I'm gonna judge it. And uh so that's when they start cooking. And um so fucking someone's making like he like grinds up like different cuts of the bear meat or whatever 
and he has a little season and stuff like that. And uh, it actually looks pretty good. Like, it ends up being like a fried meat kind of thing. Yeah, like a fried patty, good. yeah. Some... Like a fried meat patty or whatever with, like, some kind of some gravy. gravy yeah. And uh, so, which was so funny because some of his shit hella fast. Like, he was done, like, so quick. And, uh, you know, so... <coughs> Pardon me. So he was done really quick, and uh, the chicks taste a little bit of um, Hayame sauce or whatever. Clothes get blowed off naturally. Which is kind of weird because they're like 15. <laughs> but yeah, they're like 15, and they're like, uh, well, and, they, <laughs> and they're saying that he's handsome, but he might not be reliable, but <laughs> some was kind of ugly, so he might be the best choice. It was kind of funny. So they fucking caught him ugly, like right to his face. He's like, "What?" And so they t- they taste some of uh, Hayame's sauce and like blow the clothes off. So I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "If if I didn't know this show, I would probably feel kind of scared for someone." But it's like, it's fucking his show. So okay. So then, uh, so <clears throat> someone finishes his dish. He serves it up, and uh, Hayame is still cooking. And so uh, the girls they smelling it. They smelling it. And then they're like, oh, it's a meat patty. They take a bite of it. <clears throat> Instant orgasms. <laughs> they're blowing out their clothes. Like fucking big, huge bear thing. They got like They got like a little tail and stuff. Like, bro. Yeah, like so he, <laughs> he's like, what is it? He subdues them or whatever. Like he subdues them with his food. Yeah. And then uh, Alice, uh, Alice's dad takes a bite. Fucking, he's just like, Whoa. so like he goes to all the other shit or whatever, and uh, you know, in true fashion, just like his dad, his fucking shirt busts up and you see his chest, and Doji was like, oh, he's showing his chest, just like whatever, which was kind of funny. So you would think that fucking, you like, damn, someone got this shit sold up. So they still, they still how eating someone's food, and fucking here comes Hayame, his shit like already sparking. Like- his, his his junk like Super Saiyan mode. He, he took the top off and just glowing. I'm like, bro. Like, he took the top off. Like, and that shit is just like, the smell is just like, they getting hype about the smell or whatever. And so you already know his shit's about to be crazy. But I don't, did they even show, did they even show them tasting his? Nah, they didn't thing? show it tasting. They didn't they even didn't show, show his food. They didn't show it yet. So they say, I thought they were going to show it, but I'm like, okay, they got one more episode. So. They ain't gonna taste his. They ain't gonna taste uh, his food to the next episode. So what I think is gonna happen, I think they're gonna end up um, <clears throat> showing the end of that battle, and I think they're gonna flip to uh, the battle with uh, Takumi Megumi against Rendo, and I think they're gonna show that um, because that they were showing them uh, pretty much flipping between uh, Soma and uh, them. So I'm thinking they're gonna show that battle. I would like, I would like for them to show who uh, who the who everybody else goes against. Yeah, they probably like a little montage, but <laughs> I <get a> montage. <laughs> because they all they all going against elite ten. Yeah, so you don't really know who the other people are going against. So I hope they uh, hope once this battle wraps up, um, what I hope they probably do is they wrap up someone's battle and uh, Takumi and Megumi's battle in the next episode, and then they'll go they'll start uh, showing who everybody else battle. Because I, like I said, the Polar Star Dormitory is about to take some L's. I can feel it coming. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely about to take some L's, but um, overall good episode. I like that. 
Um, I wanted to keep going because, like I said, that's the good thing about these. There's no fucking filler. Like, they just going straight, straight into it. So, um, that's going to be good. So, yeah, that's going to do it for um, the weekend anime reviews. Uh, it was a whole lot. We had to package in. So, yeah, hope you uh, listen to this when you don't have shit to do because this shit's going to be long. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Because like I said, we took a we took a break last week, and uh, we missed out on a lot of good episodes last week. So we're glad we could uh, take the time to discuss them with you guys here. And uh, like I said, that's gonna do the uh, the weekend anime review. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna finish up the show with uh, some fucking Avengers. Like oh, Infinity Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some Infinity Wars uh, reactions, uh, some prognostication, and whatever else. And that's how we're going to finish up the show. So stick around. You've been here this long. You might as well stay. And we'll be right back. It's finally time. We made it. We made it to the end of our show where we discuss. uh, We have a topic that we discuss. And this week's topic is, you know, Infinity Wars. Uh, like I said, we took a break last week, which we would have loved to talk about this last week. But I feel like at that point, some people still hadn't seen it. I got a, um, I got a guy that I work with, and uh, he told me he just saw it. Uh, I want to say Sunday, maybe. I think he seen it like Saturday or Sunday. So at this point now, Infinity War came out on what the twenty seventh. So we're about yeah. uh, two weeks, two weeks since Thanos fucked everybody up. Uh, and and now we're gonna talk about it. And uh, just just give me what, just give me your overall what what it, give me your first impression. Sitting down in the theater, fucking lights drop, and you get that fucking you know it's about to come on. What what was going yeah. through your head at that time? The crazy thing is like I would just I kind of knew it was gonna happen. I just want to know how everything played out, and it was so. It was so much you no know, expectations because you know you've been this this has been ten years build up. Know what I'm saying you've been watching little pieces in here and there, and to finally see it all come together, you're like, "This I'm waiting for, man. I'm waiting ten years for this." Like mm-hmm. it's just it's just really like exciting, bro. It's kind of like it almost brought me back to when I first seen uh the last Harry Potter movie. Like it was that same feeling to me. I'm like, "Bro, this I've been waiting Ooh. for this so long." Definitely Hollow's <laughs> Part Two vibes. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I can. I definitely share that sentiment with you because it's like you've done this whole. And I mean, what that was? What eight eight movies? Yeah, eight movies, bro. They did eight two movies. Two, they did two parts for what's his face? Yeah, two parts. Two parts for uh, Book Seven. Yeah. And I mean, what Iron Man came out? What two thousand eight? Yeah, so, ten years, literally bro. ten years, bro. Really ten years since uh since Iron Man uh. Pretty much saved <laughs> the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. Really did. Saved the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it was no fucking MCU before Iron Man. So he started. You know, and the crazy thing is, he he's not even that that popular at the time. He wasn't yeah. even that popular. Like nobody uh, gave a fuck about Iron Man. Like who? Like, nobody Iron cared Man. About who the fuck? Is yeah. <laughs> like if you like if you watch some of those, uh, did they even really have any kind of Marvel show? I don't think they had any Marvel shows before then. Like. As far as like cartoon wise, I mean, I think they had an old. They had an older one. So if you see yeah. the older ones, Iron Man was all, nobody. 
Nobody give a fuck about it. Yeah, Iron Man. nobody give a fuck about it. Exactly. Nobody, nobody cared nobody cared about Iron Man at all. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. in essence brought Iron Man to life on the silver screen with the uh with the two thousand eight Iron Man one. And uh, you know, so I, and like you said, it's been building up to this ten years in the making, like all the all the mid credit and post credit scenes and all the you know, and, and that's one thing that I feel like Marvel will always have over the DC uh, films is that DC is trying to do in fucking in the rush movies. job. Yeah, they're trying, like... do, they're trying to do what what fucking Marvel took. I mean, what when did the first when did the first uh, Avengers movie came out? What maybe like three three years ago? Maybe first Avengers. Oh, mo, mo, for, probably like four years ago. Let me, let me let me look it up real quick. Yeah, look it up because it's been a... <clears throat> let's see. Because I me, mean, we got we got the Hulk movie. We got okay, so because we're not we're not counting the um the Eric Banner Hulk, and I don't think we're counting the uh yeah those aren't the the first two Hulk movies aren't canon. Aren't canon. And the... so we're talking about, we're talking about strictly the Mark Ruffalo Hulk, and uh you know so we had Iron Man, we had Hulk. Um, shit. Then we had what? First, um, Captain America: The First Avenger, and then uh, then we had Iron Man Two. That's when you got introduced to Black Widow, and uh, you know it's it just building up from there. Like the Iron Man's kind of kind of jumped off, and then you had Thor, like Thor had his own movie, and you know, and and what I really miss is like I miss Phil Coulson being in the movies. Like I like I like Agents of Shield, but it's like fuck. Oh, and so I'm so glad. I'm so glad he's coming back in Captain Marvel. The first Avengers came out in 2012. Okay, so the first so you so had, six so years you ago. So you had 2008, 2009, 10, 11. Damn, that's like five years from the beginning of um, Iron Man. Yeah. So you have five years. To, I mean, yeah, like I said, we didn't see Black Widow until Iron Man two. We had to have Hope. We had to have Captain America, the first Avenger, and we had to have Thor movie. So we had to have all those singular movies to get to the Avengers movie. So that's a lot of buildup. And DC is just like, okay, it's like, boom. Okay, so look, we'll do this. We'll have fucking Superman. They came off the rip. Off the, they shooting, they're pretty okay. much shooting from the hip. They came out with everything in Batman vs. Superman. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. You about to get Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in this shit. Like, you about to get everybody <laughs> at one time. And, like, that shit has never worked. I think, I mean, I'm not going to front. I actually liked Suicide Squad a little bit, but the pacing was so fucked up that yeah, the pacing was trash. But as far as like, if you just enjoyed the funness of the movie, it, it was a good movie to me. And by me, my my favorite DC movie out of all of them right now would probably be Wonder Woman. Like just overall, I like the movie. In total. I still haven't seen that yet. I gotta watch that. What? You got HBO? Nah, I just I just bootleg it. <laughs> oh, we don't we don't bootleg movies. You didn't hear that. Yeah. So anyway, he's gonna he's gonna go red box that because it's in red. Box. Yeah, red box it. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna red box that movie. But uh, yeah, Wonder Woman to me is one of the best ones. Wonder Woman followed by Justice League, and then you know Batman and versus Superman. Uh, I just didn't really care for that much. But 
Yeah. You know, so they try they try they try to take the uh they try to take the Marvel Cinematic Universe formula and fit that shit into three years yeah. and you couldn't do that. Like the whole You gotta build up tension. You gotta build up, you know, anticipation. You can't just throw it out there like that. Like you like you couldn't make a fucking Infinity War movie if you had you know so you, how much time, you know how much <laughs> how much went into that? Like that was so much that went into that. Like you got so many movies on three Thors. No, we got Thor one, Thor two. No, you you that's right. Yeah, it's three three, three Thors, Thor, right? Thor runs third one, so it's, yeah, it's Thor one, Thor two, the Dark World, and then uh, Ragnarok, and then you got fucking three Iron Mans. You got a uh, two Captain Americas. You got a you got a really really three. I mean, but I get it's kind of a civil war, but really three. Well, yeah, because you got well, yeah, because you got a uh, first Avenger, you got Winter Soldier, and then you got Civil War. Yeah. So I mean, really, that's kind of like, yeah, it kind of is like that. So uh, I mean, it's a lot of fucking movies. You got Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, you got Black Panther. <laughs> like it took so many movies to make this movie. Yeah. Like. You can't you can't rush that. Like that could not be rushed. So just coming for me, for me coming to the theater, I'm like, you know, I went I went on that Friday morning. I was super hyped. I was uh I was totally nerded out. I had my notebook to take notes because I, I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Knowing good and well, I've only seen it two times. I would have went for a third time today, but you know. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go again uh, one day. I'll probably go to like yeah. NC three or something like that. Yeah, I but you know, I was ready. It's it's I I, I know people that what uh what Ben what Benjamin he said shit what, like four times now. Wow, he said like four times, bro. Like I'm just like, how? I mean, I get it, but I'm just like, damn, uh, four times. Yeah, I don't know if I can watch him move, move four times. I, I, don't I don't know if I can do four. I mean, it might be like <laughs> a three times max for me. I can definitely do two twice. Yeah, I can do twice, maybe three times. Like it's like it's on a, and I, I don't ever bootleg movies, but uh, after my phone, it and it's on there. I started watching it the other night, but I fell asleep. <laughs> So I have the ability to watch it again. So I might not go back to the theaters. <laughs> I might just watch it on my phone, <laughs> which is bad, but whatever. You know, you um, can go on uh, AMC on Tuesday, and they got five dollar movies, so you can catch it. Five. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Same thing with our uh, studio movie grid. That's that's why I was going to go today, but uh, NCG, their matinee tickets are always six bucks. Oh, so yeah, they like, any matinee show is always six bucks. So I'm like, you know what? If I can't go on a Tuesday, then I'll just go any other day and see it at NCG. But um, yeah, so I was just like, I was ready, like I was so hyped for this shit. And like you know, if any 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 nerd that's in the comics or out at all, you know what you know what happens in the comics. But it's more so about seeing what happens. Like you've been with these characters for so long, and it's just like, damn, like you stiff. Like I was still hopping Black Panther, like yeah. Black Panther was just in February, and it's just like fuck. It's just April. It's the end of April coming into May, and now you're hitting us with fucking Infinity War. So I'm like, I'm still riding the high from Black Panther, so I'm still hyped, and I'm just like, this movie's gonna be everything. And you know what? 
it did not disappoint. Like uh, it did, it did have some. For me, for me, it had some pacing issues. Um, what what do you what do you think about the overall pace of the movie? I mean, I think it it was good just because like they only had the movie was two and a half hours. It was so much stuff going on. Like you can tell they cut a lot of stuff out just because they, they yo they could have made a movie four hours easily. True, but you know, no one want to sit in the movie four hours. But I mean, I would have personally. Mm, I would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, not everybody want to sit in there for four hours. Everybody, yeah. The, your your average moviegoer is not gonna want to sit in a theater. I mean, for four hours. But like halfway through, I'm telling him, like, damn, this movie long as hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I I thought, but like I was so caught up in it that I didn't even realize how long it was until like I actually left the movie and I was like, yeah, it's about it's about three I, hours, I bro. I, <laughs> yeah, I think I went in at eleven o'clock and I came out and it was like almost damn near two something. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck, how long have I been in here?" It's like, damn it. So uh, the the pacing for me, like you know, I like I like the pacing. Some people didn't like it because they're just like, "Oh, we're trying to tell too many stories." And I'm like, I'm like "What do you mean, though? It's like, what do like, you mean? It's like <laughs> it's three it's three different fronts you got to worry about. It's and I mean. Oh yeah, and just be warned. This this segment is going to contain spoilers. If you Ain't haven't now, seen, you don't. If you haven't seen it by now, then you don't. You don't. You probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast <laughs> anyway, because this podcast isn't for you. Because you, sh- it's no way possible you haven't seen this movie yeah. yet, unless you're just like super busy. But they, so you know, you got you got three. You have three settings. You got you got New York, basically. And then you got like you know, the first like it picks up so quick. You know, what I'm saying like what I really liked about the movie is the same thing I've loved about all Marvel Cinematic Universe movies is the comedy. Like everybody plays off each other so well, and when you fucking see that, like, and when you when you get that first part of fucking even even though you even though it's it's coming on to like this tragic scene. And I don't know why. You look, forward to, you look forward to seeing certain characters miss. Like, I, I, yeah, like I said, I can't. I, I would be remiss if I didn't say R.I.P. to Heimdall because I really uh, wanted him to get his own movie. Like, like, re, like, we kind of. I, I don't, I don't know if it was with you. I was, I was saying to somebody, I had, I had a Soul Stone theory I did that too, somehow bro, Heimdall had a Soul Stone. Some type of stone in his in his helmet. I think that was just like a jewel because yeah, we okay. already know how he sold stone. But I thought he had a soul stone. <laughs> but uh, damn, I was just like, damn, Heimdall. I fuck Heimdall up. Like, oh, rip. They didn't even show us what happened. He just, oh, he just got a soreness. But I mean, they, I mean, they showed you what happened. At the, I mean, you kind of knew what the fuck was going to happen at the end of Ragnarok. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you watch the end credits on Ragnarok, you see this big ass ship. You already know who it is. So that's the setup. And I'm just like, damn. So you see, you got now Heimdall stretched out, the rest of the Asgardians, and I don't know if some of them got away. I don't want. I don't want to. I, I don't think anybody got nah, away. They put that, that whole shit up. whole shit up, fam. <laughs> so now, so now I'm like, what the fuck happened to Valkyrie, and what happened to Korg and me? Like, I, I need to know. I need these answers to what happened to them. Cause I know I know Valkyrie better not be dead. Cause I'm yeah, I think I'm sure they had some pot somewhere, but I think maybe she left. I think maybe she left or something like that. <laughs> Damn, how could she have left though? 
Hmm. I don't know. I don't think Valkyrie's dead because like I think she's gonna be in like the next Thor or whatever. If it's gonna be something, I don't think Valkyrie's dead. I don't want to believe that. So I'm gonna believe the fact that Valkyrie, Korg, and Meek went somewhere and they're fine. They weren't on the ship. All the other Asgardians, however, are dead. And uh, you know, just just the just opening up the movie with that. It's just like that really just says yeah, it's like what well, we are fucked. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah, it's just like, damn, dog, like this what y'all this how y'all gonna do me already. Like bro. y'all gonna cut the movie on with Ham Dog. Show me Ham Dog first. Bro. <laughs> Killed Ham Dog. Hulk got pieced up. Oh my god. Hulk got them hands, dog. It's just like and like I said, that goes back to the comedy because it's just like even in that tense situation, Loki's still like, we have a hope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, that flashback to the first Avengers is like, yeah. fuck. A little, little nod. <laughs> a little nod to the first Avengers or whatever. And you kind of think everything's going to be okay. Like, oh, they got you cool. know it's not. Like, nah. You know it's not going to be okay, but damn. Yeah. Second, so, you like, this going to be a quick move. They ain't like, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I mean, at this point... <laughs> At this point, he only has the the power stone. And you're like, yeah, the power stone by itself is a lot, but damn. So he so he uh he pieced Hulk up real quick, and uh Hulk's fucking out of it. And then you know Loki, and I really I hate that he had. I, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I don't think Loki's dead for real. No, he's dead, dead. But he'll he'll come back. <laughs> I think. You think he's dead, dead? Oh, he killed him, bro. <laughs> I don't want him to be dead, dead, but he did. I do like his progression. He truly loved his brother, and uh, you know, I like that. And then he got his fucking neck snapped. But and then Heimdall's still the goat because Heimdall saved everybody. Because if he didn't send Hulk to New York, they wouldn't fucking know anything, they wouldn't know anything. They just got caught off guard when that shit was there. Which they still kind of got caught off guard anyway. Yeah, because they came quick. <laughs> they came quick. Like, that shit was like, oh, it's two songs on Earth. Go get that shit. <laughs> like, damn, dog. Like, it's like that. And so, uh, you know, it's just the pacing was good for me anyway. Like I said, some people, some people can find and nitpick everything. Me, overall, I love the movie. I like you know what I'm saying? The comedy was good. Everybody played off each other well. Especially fucking um, Stephen Strange and Tony Stark. Like, that's like two yeah, assholes in heaven. Right. Like, it's crazy. Two assholes in the same room. <laughs> they came, excuse me, Earth is closed. Pack. <laughs> oh my God. Pack it up. Like, <laughs> like those two. Like, like, people don't understand. Benedict Cumberbatch is funny as fuck. Yeah. He's funny. And uh, I mean, we already know Robert Downey Jr. is funny too, but those two against each other, that shit was hilarious. And so, like, it gets to the action like really quick. And uh, you know that that was a good that was a good fight scene. Seeing Spider Man, that was definitely a good fight scene. Yeah, that shit and, was funny uh, too, dog. <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> like, the was funny. We're all gonna die. I'm like, bro. That, oh my god, hilarious! Like he was so on point. He was so on point. So what? So what was your favorite fight? My favorite fight. Dang, that's tough. And I, I want, I want, like, don't, don't count the group Wakanda fight. Don't Dang, count that fight. Yeah, because Thor one, came in. Look at that. Because Thor came in, bro. 
<laughs> That's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> that was I can't say that. I'm gonna say that. Um, Doctor Strange versus Thanos. That was crazy, bro. That was a good fight because he was he was kind of handling them a little bit. Was, bro. I'm like, if he didn't have those stones, dog, Doctor Strange gave him the work. He been over with, dog. He get the Shadow Clone Jutsu and everything. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said the exact same thing. I was like, yeah, there's no fucking new Shadow Clone Juice on this nigga. I was like, damn, shout out to Naruto. Because yeah, at first, but, uh, I thought he was going to hit him with the, when he, he first had all them hands on my, oh, he finna hit him with that, uh, what's that dude name from um Hunter vs. Hunter? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he finna get the hundred hands. Oh, snap. He's about to get the hundred hands. Oh, he was about to get, oh, no, that, uh, remember that one, uh, what's that one thing that, um, that, oh, we talking um, about Tien? That dude? No, not Tien. The one that um, the one that uh, Hiroshima used on um, when remember that when they were fighting uh, when he was fighting Madara, and he had the damn the wood the big ass wood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that kind of reminded me of that shit. I was like, yo, but uh, that was a good ass fight. But like I said, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, when Thor came into the Wakanda fight, bro, that 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 was that was my favorite. I damn near got in my seat, bro. Thor came in like a. Bro, I'm like, bro, this hammer I'm better sorry. be fine, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thor. Thor is my Thor is my entire MVP for the yeah, entire easily, movie. Dog. Thor is MVP, easily the fucking nah. most valuable player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of everybody, him. Then I think. Then I think Doctor Strange is number two. Uh but well, Spider Man uh, is uh, honorable. Honorable mention. Yeah, Spider, 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 like, oh my God, the Guardians, man, like, I love the Guardians. Everything they fucking do is just hilarious. Like, every scene with the Guardians is just Bro, fucking. You know who stole them? So What's Buddy name? Who Drax? Yes, Drax, bro. Dude, he steals the show. At every, he steals the show at every damn scene he does, dude. Even going back to the first Guardians, like this motherfucker is so damn funny, dog. Oh, like, bro, he was so such a serious situation to like pure comedy, bro. Nah, he was like, he was like, I do you one better. Who is Gamora? <laughs> he was like, I do you one better. What, what is Gamora? <laughs> or why is Gamora? He said, yeah, why? He said, I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, this was like it's stupid, bro. It was so funny. Nah. But man, like, yeah, that that was like every scene that every scene the Guardians are in, man, that shit's hilarious. Bro, that part when uh girl Gamora and Star Lord was having that serious conversation, he's sitting there eating them little <laughs> eating little Yeah, he he's like he's like I'm I'm invisible if I stand like really still. He's like Buddy is literally eating, he's like, But you're moving. But but my movements <laughs> so slow. So slow, like he's eating that chip so damn slow. I'm like, really, dude? Like, this is so damn funny. And with the uh, the first the exchange with uh, Tony and Star Lord, he's like, that's a good plan, but let me make the plan. <laughs> it's like, he you doesn't, know, it's like, damn, you gonna take over. And when they first picked up Thor, he's like, it's a man. He's like, no, this isn't a dude, you're a dude. Yeah, you like this is a man. Like he's all gawking over and everything. Like, all right, this is fucking crazy. But like, dude, somebody somebody that showed a lot of fucking growth to me was Rocket. Like Rocket, like really, yeah, he really did. Rocket was like, you know, I, I, I'm like, you know, saying I'm liking the new Rocket. Like Rocket is just like, you know, he just kind of stepped up because that whole exchange with Thor, yeah, that was kind of like, you know, that was a serious moment. 
And like that's what's so good about the Marvel movies. Like they they can yeah, give you a whole bunch of action, dialogue, bro. <laughs> give you a whole bunch of comedy. They they comedy slide in the Personally, <laughs> just slide the emotion in there on you. Like and yeah. I was like, okay, I really like that. That was a deep thing, bro. Oh, I, I felt bad for Thor, bro. Like, I didn't realize how much he lost. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, like 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 when he says it like that, and it's just like the way he says it is just kind of like. Uh, you know, I like this. I'm like, well, damn, I'm like, look, and then you thinking back, like, well, damn, damn, he really did, <laughs> like, like all this shit really happened. Like, you forgot all about his mom getting killed and shit, and every, because I mean, Thor Ragnarok was was so fucking funny and shit that you kind of forget. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, I didn't like Thor two. Thor two was trash. Yeah, I think she was really whack. She was really whack, <laughs> but I mean, his mom got killed, and you know what I'm saying, and then you know, saying so you just had to see. Odin die in Ragnarok, and you're like, damn. And then fucking Loki get killed, and all the Asgard fucking Heimdall's best fucking friends. Yeah. Heimdall got killed. All the fucking Asgardians are dead, so it's no more Asgardians except for him and Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie's still alive. I don't care. She's alive somewhere. <laughs> she's, she's alive. So they're like the last of the Asgardians, and it's just like, you know, damn. Like, he really lost a lot. And like, you know, Rocket kind of Rocket, you kind of feel that because I think, I think they kind of connect him with him, kind of him losing Yondu. Like he grew fond of Yondu too, even though you know what I'm saying. That's more like Quills, you know what I'm saying, yeah. father esque figure. But in the time of Guardian of Value Two, he got close to Yondu towards the end. So they've all lost something, and I, I kind of like that. You know, they fucking uh, kind of touched on that. That kind of kind of grounded, kind of grounded everything. It's like this huge fucking catastrophic events about to happen, but these characters still have lost have lost stuff, and they still have the potential to lose even more. But, you know, this is still a real thing because fucking you know, it, it's only like a it's only like a day removed from everybody getting killed. Like, it hasn't been that much time from the time that they're going to the star or whatever. And oh yeah, shout out, shout out Peter Dinklage. Like fucking I was like, Tyrion. I was like, yeah, Tyrion's huge. <laughs> I was like, he's yes, a dwarf, but still huge. I'm like, I like I like I like that. Like that was good. Like I love that, that scene. Like the whole well, making the forge. Wait a minute, I'm watching Game of Thrones, what's going on right now? <laughs> That's why I was like, it was just like and then it's like how hard did he really have to Prepare for this role because he was fucking basically Tyrion. Lannister. Yes, he, he was Tyrion. Like he was Tyrion. He didn't have to do anything. He was like, "Oh well." Off the Game of Thrones that set. He was like, "Oh well, we're already filming season eight, so I'll just come and keep the accent and uh, do this." And uh, I drink and I know things. So yeah, that was that was dope. So I like that. And like, man, Thor is fucking strong as shit, dog. Like. Thor is like bro, he, people be sleeping on Thor. Bro, he took that star full on, bro. He really is the mightiest Avenger. Cause he fucking he yeah like just taking the full blast of a dying star, that that shit was crazy. And then uh, <laughs> Groot, I, I like Groot too. Like teenage Groot is just like such an a hole. But I do like how he made the uh, he made the handle for the axe. So that kind of leads me to believe that. Since group disappeared, shouldn't that axe handle disappear? That's like a part of you. No, bro, because he cut it off. So it's kind of like kind of like a tree, you know. You plant a seed. Kind of like, like yeah. 
Okay. Okay, I'll take that. But you know, but it was dope. That and so do you like Stormbringer better than the hammer? Uh yeah. Did you not see the yeah. movie? <laughs> 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 what, what the hell? <laughs> Did you not get? Did you not see the movie yet? So the hammer and like, and what's so dope is that you know what I'm saying. I wish he would have had. I think had he had the axe in Ragnarok, he might have been able to. You know what I'm saying. They might have not had to destroy Asgard or whatever. But either way, go Asgard would have got fucked. If he up had that axe, he would have killed Thor off, bro. bro honestly. <laughs> yeah, if he, if he didn't have, if he didn't have that axe, the axe only saved his ass because. That that and like the fact that he can make fucking uh he can use the bifrost through the axe that's yeah. dope too, cause like and like yeah and just to go and then like you know I feel like they I feel like the I, I, I don't really care for vision I'm not gonna lie like the, the vision movie bro I'm like bro what happened bro and like he was so fucking op and ultra I'm like fam you and fucking now, stone. In your forehead, your head, and you fucking trash right Garbage, now. Garbage, but you got saved by freaking Captain America, bro. He has no powers. He has no real He's powers. He's slightly strong, right avid now. human, bro. I'm gonna need you to get your shit together. <laughs> like, yeah. So, the, I mean, I can appreciate what they were trying to do with him and Scarlet Witch, but hmm, I, I didn't, I didn't really care too much about this. I was just like, oh, bro, because I'm like, fam. <laughs> I was like, don't don't take this nigga to Wakanda. Like he, he doesn't he doesn't deserve to go to Wakanda because you want to save Vision. He doesn't deserve to go to Wakanda. I'm sorry, like y'all don't need leave y'all white people problems somewhere else. Don't bring that shit to Wakanda. Wakanda, because you you don't bring your white people issues to to the motherland and shit. So it was dope to see Sherry again. I, I got hyped when I seen her. Um, she wasn't in there that long. I didn't like that part, but it was it was good to see her. It was good to see. Uh, and I think she, made it, which uh, I'm happy. <laughs> it was good to see. Uh, <laughs> it was good to see the Dora Milaje, like seeing Denai Guerrero. No, and no, and they, like I said, you and you kind of know that some of this stuff isn't going to last anyway, yeah. because you didn't see, you didn't see Nakia. No Nakia. Where the fuck is Nakia? Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they could have showed certain people being disintegrated, but I'm just like, it, it was a need to because this shit isn't going to last. It's going to be reversed anyway, so whatever. But, uh, I mean, that fight was a really good fight. I'm glad I'm glad M'Baku didn't fucking disappear. I would have been mad if M'Baku disappeared. Like, it was already bad enough. Like, you can't fucking have T'Challa and fucking M'Baku disappear. Like, what the fuck? Like and they fucking brothers. They like he's like brother. I'm like okay. They they done nothing. They done been sharing secrets and shit. They all good. They they cool. They tight now. And uh, you know, just that whole fight scene was good. Uh, seeing Bucky back in action, that was good. Um, th- just just that overall, that was that was like a crazy, crazy Rocket was cool too. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like how much, he's like I'm gonna get, get that on. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, and then he gives Thor the eye, yeah. like, <laughs> and Thor puts the eye in. This shit is hilarious. I'm like, because I really, I really thought that because I think in like a lot of the promo, the like promotional stuff, he still had the eye patch. So I was thinking that maybe he was going to keep the eye patch and like that was going to kind of be like a little running joke with everybody that he had the eye patch or whatever. But then Rocket gave him the eye, so that was kind of cool. But. I, I like the eye patch. I'm not gonna front. I like the eye patch, but 
you know. But I mean, just uh, just that that whole fight scene, like I said, when when you see the the Bifrost rainbow, and it's just like fuck yes, I'm like yes. As soon as I see that shit, and I fucking see him coming coming down or whatever, and he just blows everybody back, I'm like fucking LeBron's checking into the game right now. So yeah, so I, I fucking throw it my favorite. Out half the goddamn continent. I'm like, bro, <laughs> he beasted, it, man. But uh, I mean, we talked about it a lot, but I mean, we didn't really touch on. I mean, Thanos. Like, how do you how do you feel about Thanos as a character? Like, in in this movie, not not no saying just strictly in this movie. The thing, how do you feel about him? Uh, it's kind of hard because he wouldn't have that. We had a lot of camera time, but it was really like our first time like seeing him for like prolonged because they like, had a glimpse and everything. But this is the first time really seeing him for like a prolonged period. But I think he's like one of the best Marvel villains, honestly, because like he's kind of one of those guys where like he he has like a a not just cause, but it ain't like he just doing random stuff. Like it's key. Yeah, it's it's just not it's just not entirely malicious, like. He has his own point of view as to why, and what's so good about it is he he's so charismatic that he kind of makes you see that too. It's like, well, maybe he has a point. It's like you know, I can kind of go for either side. I'm glad they changed his reason from the comic reason. Yeah, the comic reason was like the the trying to date the hell chick, the death. Yes, I just wanna. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I think that was that's that's the only some shit you can have in the comic book. Like that shit would not have trans transcribed well to the movie. So just him as a character, like his his character, like it was it was so complex because it was just like you know, and that's what's so good about it is it he kind of makes you see his point. Like you like you already know. Okay. Thanos is the fucking bad guy. This is what we've been up against since fucking forever. And now he's here and it's kind of like I don't like him, but I understand why he's doing what he's doing. And I don't think I think him and Killmonger are kind of like top, top, definitely him and Killmonger are like the best villains out of all the MCU movies. I will probably put, I'll probably put Thanos just a little bit above Killmonger because we've seen more Thanos. We've seen more we've seen more more uh complexity from Thanos and more screen time than we got to see from Killmonger. So we we didn't really get Killmonger's point of view until towards the end of the movie or whatever. And we kinda had this entire fucking two hour movie to kind of see Thanos' motivations and you know saying his affection towards Gamora. And you know, saying everything else, and we're going to get to see more of that in Avengers and uh, Avengers Four. So we kind of got to see a progression for him, and you know, I, I like that about that that villain character because it's not just like pure villain. You know, what I'm saying so that that was really good. Um, and Gamora, like, damn, like R.I.P. Like, I did not see that coming. Did not see that. I was like, wow. Well, when I saw I saw the I saw the reason um like people were like uh people had a lot of theories about the Soul Stone, and uh, 
I think somebody had said a theory about he's gonna have to he's gonna have to kill somebody for the soul stone. So they were in essence they were like he's gonna have to kill Gamora to get the soul stone. So I had read that like before the movie came out and it sounded good because you know everybody else was like the soul stones in Wakanda. Speaking of the soul stone, how are you gonna forget the, the elephant in the room? Oh, where the oh. heck did a red skull come from, fam? <laughs> red skull, like yeah, I was like the Easter egg t- like damn, it's like because like when I seen it, I was like, is that oh, fucking red skull? I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that red skull? <laughs> so I mean that's like his cause like I mean the motherfucker disappeared. So that guess he was like paying his penance for, you know what I'm saying, being able to to be so close to a power that he can never obtain and like he knows if he had that power, like he could just fucking rule, but he can't grab it. So I like that. I like that they kind of wrapped his character up because motherfuckers just like, where the fuck is like, they were thinking he's going to come back in another cat in America. Like, I don't fucking want to see Red Skull anymore. Like, I don't have any more desire for Nazis. Like, I don't think the MCU is about that anymore. So the fact that they show him there and they kind of wrapped him up, that was kind of good. But, uh, you know, just I kind of like why he had to do what he had to do because it showed, like I said, it showed you another layer to Thanos that, you know, that hurt him so much to do that, but he's, he did it because he thought he was doing what was best. So, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of touching that gray area or whatever that, you know what I'm saying? These are the heroes, but this villain, he's, he's bad. He's horrible, but his, he's only horrible because he has a different thought process. And he has a different way of thinking about things, and you know, saying you have to respect that to a, to an extent. And uh, you know, I, I really like that. But you know, um, just like a lot of stuff, I mean, some of the fights. I mean, oh, Iron Spider! Like it's so much to talk about this movie. Yeah, really loving the Iron Spider suit. That shit was really dope. Like when he called the suit, and like it just flew onto it. Like that shit was so dope. Like I love that suit. Um, I didn't like, but I don't like how they play, they they play Spider Man. But I'm like, so you telling me? Star Lord gave Spider Man the business, bro. Nah, fam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you think about it, he doesn't, he doesn't have any more powers. Bro. I don't pre- exactly. like he's still a human. Exactly, I don't appreciate that, bro. <laughs> like he doesn't have any more ego powers. So appreciate that at all. <laughs> no, nah, like he's like not such not the Iron Spider. Bro, no. that's on I'm all fam. No, that's not real. But you got. But once again. <laughs> You got to think about it. Quill has more fighting experience than him. Mm, I'm not buying it, bro. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's viable. I guess. I guess he is like this. He is like the younger uh, Spider-Man, so, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like a fucking, he's, he's on the fucking school bus before this shit. I didn't appreciate he was on the school bus like two hours yeah, ago. I still didn't appreciate it, though, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's my I mean, favorite, I, I favorite I hero, so I'm like, you getting pieced, getting pieced <laughs> up by Star-Lord? <laughs> okay. The guy. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say that let's just say he was kind of thrown back, like motherfuckers' first time in space. So that's kind of <laughs> jarring. It might have threw him off his game or whatever. Yeah. But uh, just so much stuff in this movie, man. Like it was so good. Um, the whole my my and just just they're gonna jump forward, so we can go ahead and wrap things up with the uh the end scene, the the finger snap. And motherfuckers start disappearing. And I think the uh, the most touching, the one that touched me the most was Spider-Man and, and, and Tony Stark. Because it's just like, 
like you got to remember fucking Peter Parker's a kid. Yeah. He's still in high school and he's never he can have the fucking spider suit and all this other shit. At the end of the day, he's still a kid and fucking for him to be crying like that, I don't want to go. That shit, I was like, I was like, oh, well, damn. I said, damn, man. It all makes sense now because I think they, they had that in mind when they when they put him, because he was Tony. I'm like, why is Tony Stark all over this Spider-Man movie, bro? Like, he making him as the, the father figure. I'm like, it makes sense now, bro. Like, they had that whole plan. Now. Like, we're going to put Iron Man all over this Spider-Man movie, make him the father figure, and then we'll have him die in his arms in the, in the, event, in the Infinity War. I was like, bro. So just that whole dynamic, that junk, like, I'm like, fam, that's not cool. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. That shit was bad, bro. <laughs> I teared up a little bit too, cause like that 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 was my first one, and then fucking Groot. And then, yeah, bro. Did you now? Did you read what uh, what um? I forgot who yeah, said. They it. say he, he said dad. Dad said, to rocket. He said dad to rocket. I felt so bad like, for rocket. His dad. Oh my god, so sad, so sad. But uh, you know. So no need to be sad. They'll be back. That's the thing. Like, you literally gonna come back. We like, dang, bro. I'm still sad. It took. I'm still sad. It, it took. Come on. I'm gonna have to be sad for a year. Die. I'm like, fam. And uh, yeah. So and then Thanos ends with a smile. It's just like you and know. That's the end of the. Movie. I can't. Be, I can't be mad at that. And you like mother. <laughs> you like is this the, like, end of the movie? I think everybody was like, this the end of the movie for real. This high school. And then. Uh, yeah, like it just him with a smile on his face, like he he accomplished what he said out to do. Yeah, like he's what do you say he's gonna do? He said, "What are you gonna do?" That's after? what he said he's gonna do. Yeah. So yeah, so that ended it. I like that and, scene okay, too, so. though. When he like shows baby Gamora, it's like, "Did you do it?" Yes. Yeah, because he's just so soon. What it cost you? Everything. <laughs> so that 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 kind of, that kind of humanized him a little bit. Like yeah. you felt you felt bad for him. Even though you wanted to hate him, like you didn't want to like him because because Black Panther is going like really motherfucker, like you killed T'Challa. Yeah, like I I don't like you right now. Like you just broke the hearts of like half the black. <laughs> yeah, like you just killed everybody, and uh, you know it kind of humanized him, and I like that. And uh, and so let's go ahead and just and just to wrap things up, post credit scene was the Samuel longest Jackson credit scene Hill. ever. Oh my. God. God, I was waiting for like a mid credit scene or some sort. I was like, well, maybe they'll show a mid credit scene and everybody discussing what happened. No, I'm just like, what the fuck? And so, 15, 20 minutes, but it was a long ass credit. Oh my God, I thought this shit was never going to end. Like, I cannot believe they made us wait to the end. I was like, yeah, y'all see us, we out here. <laughs> I cannot believe they made us wait that long. So, fucking after all that, then we get re uh go to uh Sam Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, and Maria Hill. They're driving in New York. For somebody to be on the run, why the fuck is he just driving in out of New York, bro? In the daytime. <laughs> like no not covert at all. I don't think it's fucking windows attendant. Like there's no covertness at all. And so that's when you see a car wreck and they jump out like, oh are you okay? Nobody's in there. You fucking see the helicopter spin out of control. And you start seeing people disintegrate. And so, uh, and then you start seeing Maria Hill disintegrate. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
And so uh, then uh, he pulls out the uh, Motorola StarTech pager. <laughs> and uh, he's trying to pay somebody because he's about to fucking disintegrate. So he's disintegrating. And, and as soon as he disintegrates, he manages to hit the button. And then pager falls to the floor, ground. And then you see that good old red and blue and uh, Captain Marvel symbol. So that's just setting up for... And I like it, it that opens up a whole bunch of other questions which have thoroughly been discussed on the internet by now ever since the movie came out. But we do know for a fact that the Captain Marvel movie is gonna come yeah, out before. uh that March. It's gonna come out like March, I think. March or something like that. It'll be out like a month or two before Avengers Four. And uh what they were saying is Captain Marvel's is she's fucking gonna be OP basically because yeah, like the power scaling for her is gonna be off the charts. Like her power scaling is gonna be crazy. So I'm just kind of like I'm just ready to see. And then what's so dope about her movie is it's gonna be set in the '90s. So we get to see the return of Phil Coulson. Phil Coulson's coming back because the movie is definitely before Avengers. So yeah, we're gonna see a a younger, uh, just same girl Phil Coulson. And that I don't know, and that and then what's so funny is because I just watched Friday's episode of uh, uh, Agents of Shield, and they talk about Thanos. I so uh, they that. talk about. I never Thanos. watched that show. I heard that. You never watched Agents of Shield? Nope. <sighs> what? <laughs> is it good? Hell yeah, it's good. You said like- I think it's, I think it's going to end. I think it's going to end soon because they they haven't said it's been renewed. I hope they renew it, but I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. I think they will renew it because, like I said, with the Marvel stuff, in between the movies, people are going to want more Marvel. And the fact that they mentioned Thanos by name in this right here, because it's like, because the question that everybody had, they were like, is is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. going to mention, going to play into what's happening with uh with Infinity War? Because it always has, even with, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the first Avengers and even the Civil War stuff, it always commented back to the movies or whatever, pretty much. So they mentioned Thanos coming or whatever. So I want to see what's going to happen. Is somebody going to disappear from the show or something like that? That's going to be crazy. So, yeah, but if you haven't watched it, watch it because it's good. I think it's about four or five seasons, I think. Pretty good. It gets slowed down in some parts, but the first, the first, uh, first two or three seasons are really good kind of slows down the fourth and fifth season. And uh so they haven't said they're gonna renew it yet or not, but I do like that that they mentioned Thanos by name. But um yeah, so that's yeah, so that's that's uh that's Infinity War. So I, I want everybody to uh if you've seen it, uh comment, uh send a message to us, DM us something. Like motherfucker, y'all interact. We know we know y'all listening. We wanna know what y'all think about what we're talking about. I wanna know what you think about Infinity War, you no know saying? So drop us a DM, comment or something or whatever. Uh, we have no problem mentioning, shouting you out on the show if your comment is, even if your comment isn't good, we'll still shout you out because we literally don't have anybody comment. So you can say anything right now pertaining to Infinity War and you'll get a shout <laughs> and you'll get a shout out on the show, which is so bad. We're not that desperate, but you know, we were like, we want to hear from you guys, basically, because, uh, you know, we appreciate the likes and everything. We appreciate everybody that listens. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this was a long-ass episode. Jesus. 
That's what happens when you take a week off. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, man, I want to thank everybody for listening. Once again, play this when you're working out. Play this when you're stuck in traffic because this is a long episode. Um, probably the longest episode to date. <laughs> it'll probably it'll probably end up being maybe the longest episode we will ever have. So, uh, yeah, but um, because a lot of stuff happened, but um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Um, you can uh, yeah, definitely follow the show on Instagram, man. Uh, at totally underscore geeks. That's G E E. That's a G E E two E's G two E's K D. <laughs> Sorry, miss me up. Z two E's K D underscore O U T underscore podcast. That's the uh, that's the show's page on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at uh, F R E D D Y C H E V Y, and uh, you can follow Dion at uh, Johnny of the Leaf. Yeah, on our uh, Instagram. That's the Instagram. So yeah, follow us. Like I said, if you want to comment or whatever, hit us up. Whatever we like to know you're listening. We like to know what you think. Um, if you're listening to this on Anchor, uh, and you sign up for Anchor, yeah, just uh, drop a comment or drop a message on the page, um, and we will. I'll add it into the next show. Um, comment or whatever. What do you think about Infinity War? And I'll add it into the next show. Or you know, if if you have a dope opinion about some anime or whatever, uh, you know, hit us up. You might be able to be a guest. You know, what I'm saying we're not opposed to having yeah, guests. We like to do anything. Yeah, we're open to that. We want to hear other people's opinions. And, uh, you know, so that's going to wrap the show up. Uh, just uh, so, yeah, and we, we can't not do this because, I mean, we're almost we're almost um, at a long run time. So we might as well do this. Uh, throw out one show for somebody to watch that they haven't watched outside of Megalobox. We said Megalobox. One more show. Uh, it's got to be new. New O, what do you think somebody should watch if they haven't watched? Hey, let me think off the top of my head. Oh, I got one. Uh, Dimension W. Dimension W. Okay. So we're not going to give you a synopsis. Just look up Dimension W and just watch it. it just find it. Is it on Crunchyroll? Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah. All right. So you know what? I haven't seen that, so I'm going to watch it. And um, I don't know if I said this one last, uh, last episode, but I'm going to say it. Hina Matsuri, watch that shit. It's fucking good. It's funny as shit. So it, it's only five episodes, so you can definitely jump into it. It's still early. Um, you can binge watch into it. It's really good. Hina Matsuri, that is on Crunchyroll. Um, that's our time, man. Thank you guys for uh, listening. We appreciate it with um we appreciate you guys staying around because we wasn't here last week. Um and yeah, so I've been uh at Freddie Chevy, uh Dion at Johnny of the Leaf, and uh that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for listening to Totally Geek Dot Podcast and we will talk to you next week. Catch you later.